dog. Oh, I think we live, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's game time. Let's play a little music, let everybody tap in, my G. Let's see what it do. Let's go. Hood stocks, baby. Hit that subscribe, baby. Let's get to a thousand likes on this video. Let's go. Slow fade, baby, right here with on the slow lane. You know what it do, Dougie. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I want to start this podcast off on a little serious note, man. I want to uh, send my condolences to the family of Antonia Mendoza Chavez. Um, this lady, I believe, was walking her dog a few days ago, and she was struck by lightning in Pico Rivera. You know what I mean? And damn, 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 damn. I mean, rest in peace to her and her dog. I think her dog passed too. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. You know, talk about like one in a million, one in a billion or whatever the fucking percentage is for something like to happen, especially in Pico, you know what I mean? Like, shit, dog. We don't ever see motherfucking rain, let alone lightning coming down that low. You know? That's right. Man. You know, sometimes I think I just chop it up as God, you know, God was calling him perhaps, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I hope it's not like some karma type of thing, you know what I mean? Like, what did you do last week? You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't want to make a joke out of nobody's death, but I'm just saying, though. You never it's, know. It's, it's kind of interesting, for one thing, because we had like a flash storm, I believe it was on Wednesday. Yep. Matter of fact, I took my kids to Raging Waters that day, too. Um, but it was just kind of like a passing thunderstorm, bro. And lightning came down close enough 
to kill this woman along with her dog. And when I think about it, it killed her dog, too. I mean, did it hit her? And then she had like a, a metal chain that traveled down to the dog? Two dogs. Two dogs? Two dogs. Damn. What kind of dogs were those, dog, you know? Damn. You would think canine would know what kind of dog that is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, rest in peace. My condolences. She was 52 years old, man, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, we just want to... Rest in peace. Yeah, our, our condolences to the family, man. What a fucking freak fucking accident, but you just never know. Like Boxer said, you never know when it might be your time, you know? How it might come. You know, freak accidents, man. They are real. You got to be careful. Look both ways when you cross the street. Don't be stupid. Pick your head up from that motherfucking Instagram, whatever the fuck you're looking at, TikTok and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Look right and look left. Um, today we have a special guest out of New Mexico, Sergeant Segura, retired Air Force veteran to now residing in IC, also known as Boxer, the head of Slow Lane Familia Inland Empire chapter, baby. Let's go. Give it up for Boxer, everybody. Let's go. Man, thank you, Lucky, for even having me, homie. I really appreciate it, man. I've seen the people that's been on this podcast, bro, and I'm just like, man, blown away that you would, you know, bring, bring me on here, let me tell my story, man. Much love and respect to you. You know what? Absolutely, bro. But let, to, to, to say something on what you just said right now, bro, people that I've had on here, people just like yourself, bro. Yeah. Amazing people, bro. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And amazing individuals. And th this was the whole point of starting this podcast, bro, is telling people like us our stories you know, check it out, dog. I have famous people from here to time to time, like what I was telling you, bro. That's not the bread and butter of Hoodstocks, dog. But I have them from time to time, and it's cool. It's fun, bro. But, but, but what I really like is I like the boys from the streets, the people that live the regular, normal life, that have the same struggles I got, you know what I mean? And I like to hear their stories. And it's funny because those numbers, in compared to the famous people I've had on here, bro, the, 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 the nobodies, bro, nobodies, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. To the world, but not to us, right? That's you know what right. I mean? Um, blow the numbers out of the famous people bro i agree i agree it just just uh obviously listening to your podcast some of the stuff that's caught my eye the most is the guys that you know i heard a cool story about you know the homeboy that got shot and you know in his in his groin area you know what i'm saying i was like damn bro that's crazy you know what i mean but you know uh, of course cypress hill you know be real being out here you know I, I tune into that but but you're right the guy that that got shot you know he's the one that caught my attention you know what i mean yeah yeah, or, or the dude that the dude that changed his life, the street dude that changed his life, he got out from doing. I'm not. I'm not saying nobody in particular. All right, you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just saying the dude that's supposed to be doing good, but he shows up high as fuck on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and those are always just like, those are fun for me, bro. That's I'm right. just like, oh shit. Like I know it's not fun to see anybody like that. You know what I mean? But it just it's the rawness of life. It's the rawness of streets. It's the rawness of who knows what happened to this man the night before, bro, that kind of threw him off the wagon or whatever you want to call it, bro. You uh -huh. know what I mean? That he came unglued, bro, and he and he fell back on the old habit and then he realized he's like, "Oh shit, I got to do hoodstocks and tell my amazing story." But you know what we, what we do with sometimes with cats like that? And I'm not saying anybody in particular because we've had a bunch of them, you motherfuckers. Don't be mentioning no motherfucking names in the chat. <laughs> Lucky likes boys. Stop it. S.A. <laughs> Max. Dirty bastard. Anyways, um, fucking, uh, I mean, we love everybody that's on this podcast, brother. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, you know, shout out to my boy Ruben Silva. You know, 
Um, he's supposed to be at home with COVID right now, but he's here with us, you know. <laughs> Do I just put you on blast, dog? <laughs> Dirty Hey, you're ready for disability anyways, my boy. We talked about this shit. It's vacation time, doggy. I mean, we're going camping. Um, but anyways, thank you to my boy Ruben, dog. He's been right. he's been he's been very solid in my recent life, dog. And, and and I love and I respect this dude, dog. And when you have you when you build relationships with people, then you know things come out of the you know you know bam. He goes, hey, I got a my boy boxer, whoop whoop whoop. And I we you know I was like, oh shit, let's do it, dog. Hook that shit up, you know what I mean? And this is how, I mean, sometimes people are like, how can I get on hoodstocks? Well, sometimes it's nice. It's good to know somebody. You know what I mean? Bam, get in the boy's ear. You know what I mean? And, and we, we connect the dots, dog. I like to do it like that. They call it uh, organic, organically. It organically happened. That's right. It was amazing. <laughs> Anyways, Box, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, homie. Thank you so much. You're doing good? You're looking nice and healthy, bro? Oh, you know what, bro? Look like you've been doing I, your push-ups? Since I retired, you know what I mean? The, I like to be on COVID. Yeah, yeah, because I used to be like super. Even even I used to be a lot better looking too. But COVID hit, and then I went to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I blame it on anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm trying. I haven't been able to work out for uh, for probably about a few months already, dog. But um, dude, because I had a little procedure uh, that I had to take care of, dog, for my for my body or whatever and shit, dog. And um, and anyways, dog. So I, I I'm gonna be getting back on it, dog. You know what I mean? Right. But I usually, dog, you see your boy and. You know what I mean? Why well, you still look good, homie? Shit. No, I no usually, homo. You know, I you usually, good. yeah. You don't got to say no homo. Uh, you know, that's what. We, yeah. In the military, we always got to say you can say whatever you want, homie. You just got to put no no homo on it, and it's good. Oh, so you know that's been mean? has that been going a long time in the military? That no homo thing is that where it came from, bro? No homo. I, I can't say that. But okay. I can tell you that me growing up, you know, as a kid, we'll get into it. But I'm saying the kids put me onto the shit. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, bro, you guys talk, you know. Forgive my French, man. You gotta talk gay as fuck back there, bro. You know, I've been listening to them talk, and they'll be like, nah, Sergeant Grill, it's cool if you say no homo prior, you know, or post it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you fuck up, you can say post, but it's better to say it tactfully, you say it before, and then you can say whatever you want. I'm like, well, all right. But as long as they don't go towards me, homie, we're good. You know what I mean? You guys can say it to each other, but. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you know what, dog? Growing up in the era that I was raised in, bro. You know, we, we, the homies, just fucking idiots, bro. Like a locker room. Prison is like a locker room, bro. Military, you, same Yeah, shit, I mean, have you, if anyone, if you have never been in a football locker room, a military locker room, or a motherfucking prison fucking locker room, shower, cell, whatever the fuck you want to call that locker room, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, dog, it's dudes. It's alpha. That's right. It's alpha motherfuckers or dudes trying to be the alpha dude. And then not everybody's alpha. But when you know, when you you ain't the alpha dude, you got the homie trying to grab your ass, get over here, little motherfucker. And it's not because he wants to fuck you, dog, or do some stupid gay shit like that because we ain't playing that shit, dog. But it's just giving motherfuckers a hard time and letting right. them know, dog, you know what I mean? That's love, yeah. Yeah, it's just love, baby. You know? That's right. I mean, how many dudes you go up to that you don't like, dog, and you grab his ass? Nobody. Not one. Thank yeah, you very not. much. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just fucking, it's, it's the camaraderie, dog. It's the, <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Why are you giggling over there, Preston? Just how you say it. He's over there giggling with a hand on his ass. He's touching his own ass over there. <laughs> He's like, no one ever grabs my ass. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's not start that off. Let's start this off like this, gentlemen. Okay, box, so... So what intrigued me about you, brother, is you you were raised streets of New Mexico? Yes, sir. So, um, you know, growing up, man, I'll, I'll kind of paint a quick picture, man. I I, uh, I grew up in the South Valley, and uh, my neighborhood is, you know, we're poor, bro. I mean, you know, New Mexico, homie, is damn near a third world country, dog, you know? Um, is I'll, it? Yeah, I mean, we're, if you look it up, I mean, I think we're 
what the second we're the second poorest state i think or something like that so is your wife from new mexico yeah too? she's from new mexico too man. oh shit okay and so um you know it was poor homie but i didn't know any different i didn't know i didn't know anything i didn't know anything outside my neighborhood i, I didn't really know much shit two streets from my street you know what i mean i grew up on vitor metal to you know people that are that are wondering and uh vitor metal just a fun fact is uh is actually named after a boxer that got they got hit in the head uh, during a during a match and he he passed away okay so they named my, my street after him but my mom grew up there my grandmother grew up there you know we all grew up we all grew up there my dad's from pomona you know and while he was born in pomona raised out in texas but um you know that's where i was from so i didn't really know much other than that you know what i mean absolutely dog so you were you were born and raised in new mexico yeah, I was born and raised, and you know what's funny is that... Tell us about New Mexico, but finish what you're going to say, but t- I'd like to know about New Mexico, okay, just so. in general, because you got a bunch of just Southern California, California dudes, and of course, we, we all around the world now, baby, so we got a lot of different people from different countries, different states, but for those of us that aren't from New Mexico, what what, what are the pros and cons of New Mexico, or what you love and what you don't like? Okay, right? so I'll, 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 it'll start off with my neighborhood. Yeah. My neighborhood was gutter, homie. We didn't have no sidewalks. It was dirt. I mean, it was, it was grimy, homie. You know what I mean? Like, I was... A kid who can barely touch the pegs riding a 10-speed. You know what I mean? But I was ramping that motherfucker. I was, you know, doing everything that a kid with the with the whatever fucking diamond, uh, what is it, a diamond back or whatever. The, GT performer. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? I was shit. doing the same shit, homie, but just on, on a 10-speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the street. I went on those street bikes. You know, the one with the little wheels? Yeah. yeah I was just banging with those fools, too, ramping bricks and all this shit, you know? But so for me growing up in Albuquerque, homie, it was, it was dope because, like, in my neighborhood specifically, we had the OGs, the homies from, from they just got out of prison, you know. There's this dude specifically, his name was Isaac. He used to be always kicking at the ditch, man. Just got out of prison, homie, he was all fucking yoked up, man. All tatted, homie, you know, he was a, he was a, um, um, I'm not gonna say his affiliation, but you know, he was, he was from, he was a, he was a known guy. And um, he would take care of us, you know. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't act bad. He, bro, girls would come and say, what's up? He was yoked up, man. I used to look up to this dude, you know. But he would take care of us to the fact to where he was like, uh, hey, you know, don't be, you know, don't be swimming in the ditch. You know, you guys don't be drinking, you know, and we're like 10. I'm like, but I don't drink. What are you talking about, you know? And um, he'd give us money when the when the, the little ice cream man would come through. We'd look for Isaac, you know, because Isaac would give us money to buy shit, you know. My neighborhood, I can run up and down the street. I'd ride my bike up and down that motherfucker, bro, and cars would go slow because the OGs would protect it. You know, yeah. they, they, they would throw rocks. They would throw rocks at you if you go fast. Or, so that's the way I seen it. You know what I mean? Um, but we were poor, dog. I mean, we're, we're poor, homie. Everybody's on commodities. Everybody, you know, my mom, single mother, you know what I mean? She she was was doing her best, you know what I mean? I grew up on the government cheese and, and you know, but my grandma lived right down the road so we can go over there if we wanted to, you know. Um, yeah, that's the way it was, you know, from my eyes. I don't brag about nothing from Albuquerque, homie, but I, the comida there, Man, homie, the comida there's got it blows away L- I, LA I or what? Gonna, I, I ain't gonna put that on me because it ain't for where you're from, it's where you're at. But I will say, homie, that you it, I ain't gonna break about nothing from New Mexico, homie. But the comida is good, yeah, they got good comida because they do, still do it old school, like your nana's making it, you know what I mean? Yeah, the chile, you know, the chile, a lot of the shit comes from Hatch, New Mexico, you know what I mean? So I don't know if you guys are you guys into that fucking hatch green chili, you know? No, nah, we just get the shit that's made right here on the streets, dog. That's right, but yeah. if you notice now that I turn you on to it, when you go to these little stores, once in a while you'll see you'll see a highlight. This is hatch green chili. Yeah. Uh, we got that shit out in Washington when I was stationed out there. We got that shit all over the place. I mean that they advertise it. 
I ain't gonna lie, once in a while you can open my refrigerator and f- see a bottle of paste picante in that bitch, dog. <laughs> that's right. I mean? But that's just the colonizer in me, dog. <laughs> that's, that's, right. Right. that's right, that's right. That's right. That's just bomb, bro. I give a fuck. So, uh, like, I be getting hated on by my cousins about that shit. Go ahead. So, you know, like, my mom grew up, like I was telling you, my mom grew up on my street. My uncles grew up there. My aunties grew up there. So, to me, I, I didn't really get out of my neighborhood often, man. I was always in my neighborhood, dog. I never went anywhere. What's the terrain, though? You, there was, see, there's no sidewalks, so it's just fucking a dr- dry terrain. Um, what kind of weather's well, out there, In the bro? South Valley, it's there's a lot of trees. Okay. But there's just no it's, it's It's like TJ. I mean, it's just, there's no, there's no, I don't even think to this day there's sidewalks on my, on my street. What is it predominantly out there, bro? Is oh, it Hispanic. Hispanic, I mean, I think, huh? I think the Mexico's got the highest Hispanic uh, ratio to, to whites. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's all... Homie, we didn't... Me growing up, I didn't really bang too much until I got into a neighborhood with other homies. Because there was really no... I think there was one black guy that went to my school. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, we'd always pick him up to play basketball. But other than that, I didn't know shit about... You know, I didn't know nothing about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like... We just knew he was good at basketball. We just knew that homeboy was good at basketball, man. So, you know, his dad was a cop. You know, that's that's what I knew about him. But we, we didn't ever have no problems with, with, with them. Weirdly, it was like the Chicanos... And the Mexicans that would bang, you know, in middle school, that was, that was like the big thing that we did, you know, in middle and school. And so when you say Chicanos and you say Mexicans, are you talking about the, the dudes that were born here and the dudes that weren't born here? Yeah. And you, you know talk what? about the paisas then. Yeah, you know what, homie? I never understood that, though, as a kid, because going back to when, when I was raised, you know, my, 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 my dad, you know, he was, a, he was a rock and roll gangster, homie. He was in bands. He was in the bikes. He was out doing his thing. You know what I mean? He left us, when, I think, when I was two years old. And so I was raised by a dude from, from Mexico, from Zacatecas. So um, I knew that part, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course I was Chicano, so, but it was kind of weird that why are we fighting with these fools? But what, what, what it was was where it started was these dudes would come and talk shit to us because maybe our Spanish was a little off, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like, and of course us, we would talk shit back to them and say shit like, motherfucker, you, you know, Go back to Mexico. You know, it was, it was fucked up shit. You know, we go back and forth with it until it got out of hand. You know what I mean? But their parents would come and bang with them. It was, it was, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, you know? Yeah. But but it, it was nothing, like, too crazy. But the point is, it's just, like, there wasn't a lot of white people in my school. There wasn't a lot of... There was no black people in my school, bro. Just, like, one dude, I think. So how is work out there, bro? You know what I mean? Uh, you said you were, you were raised a little bit poor on the poor side, bro. I mean, is there... I mean, what is New Mexico known for when it comes to, like, is it agriculture? Is it, are you, is there any, like, are they fucking building fucking uh, 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 horse trolleys there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what is, where, is there, what, what, what is, how do you make money in New Mexico? I mean, construction, I mean, what is, what is booming out there, bro? So you, you gotta forgive me, homie, you know, to all the homies out from New Mexico. I haven't lived there in 20, over 20 fucking years. There you years. go, yeah. So. But, I will tell you from what I know, you know, Intel's there, you know what I mean? So that's a big, that's a big company. Um, what else is there? Southern New Mexico is really big on agriculture. Agriculture. Yeah, northern New Mexico, I don't know where people work out there. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 man, it's, it's a, diverse because northern New Mexico has more mountains. Southern New Mexico is very agricultural and dry. It's, yeah. it's different. It, it's it's hard, man. You know, my little brother Travieso, man. That that dude works, man. He works hard on me, and and I feel I feel bad because I see how much work he puts in, and you know it's hard for him to get ahead. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he works harder than I do, but this this dude, it's hard for him to get ahead. I mean, 
It's hard to make money when there's no money. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy, bro, is a lot of people talk shit about California, about California this, California that, but damn, baby, you out here in California, dog, you can get, yeah, you're gonna pay top dollar for a house, you're gonna pay top dollar for rent, but you can also, I mean, you can make a good living out here, bro, and it's the land of opportunity, bro, where, you know what I mean, where, where dreams can come, into reality, come to reality, and that's why people move from other states out here, that's dog, right. to fucking capture their fucking dreams. So all you fucking crybabies that live here in California and all this other shit, dog, yeah, go move to New Mexico, motherfucker, right. you know that's what I right. mean? I'm just saying, dog, you know what I mean? Their laws might be better, they might coincide, you know what I mean, with, I mean, Texas, go move to Texas, dog, you know what I mean? Hey, when, when people tell me that, homie, I'm just like, bro, go. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get a perfect analogy. Take it from your brother boxer, right? The grasses couldn't be greener in other places, right? For an example, the grass is greener in Washington, homie. That's a fact, right? I live there in, in Washington State. Homie, it fucking rains there 24 fucking 7. So, yes, the grass is greener in Washington, homie, but you got to deal with that depressing-ass motherfucking weather. So do us a favor. Take your chances. Go to New Mexico. Go to Texas. Uh, rest, uh, you know, uh, respect whatever the case is, homie. But I could have moved anywhere I wanted to, dog. When I retired, I, re I retired out of Washington, and you know where I moved to? Motherfucking California. Yeah. So this is a fucking land. This is a dream. This is a dream for me, man. Let's go, baby. Cali, baby. You know what I mean? Land of the palm trees, big titties, and motherfucking weed, homie. <laughs> Shit, don't play with it, dog. That's right. Yeah, but um, you know what? It's like this, dog. I'm gonna use Joe Rogan for an example, dog. Joe Rogan was like, man, fuck California. The, the, the place is gonna burn, the governor this, this, that, and bop, bop, bop. And you know what? He might be right, okay? He might be right about a lot of things in regards to, you know, just politics and stuff. And they, it's always gonna suck somewhere, something you're not gonna like, right? But Joe Rogan can go anywhere and live still a rich man. That's right. Joe Rogan is rich out here, and he's even more richer in Texas. Why? Because the cost of living is cheaper, and so on and so forth. And you know the you know the the the, the laws and the, the, the that's governed down from from those guys. You know what I mean? Coincide to what he believes in, and it's better. Okay, but that's but it's not better for a fucking for some dude that's fucking struggling and potentially is working a blue collar job because I know one thing: all my union brothers in Texas are traveling out here to California to get this big paycheck, that's dog. Right. Am right. I right, Ruben? Yeah. How many how many dudes under Texas are under you, dog? Too many. Go ahead and say it. My, my brother, you know, and they come into California. They're like, oh, hey, yeah, Texas, but but Texas ain't paying them shit. Right. They got to come to California, get the money, and then drive back to Texas and spend the money there, dog. My big brother, rest in peace, man. Um, he was an iron worker, you know. And and shout out to all the iron workers, man, because I know you motherfuckers, the gangsters of, uh, of the of the construction of trade, the, of the man, bro. You know what I mean? You guys are the fucking. Get, I, my hats off, homie. I already know what it is, man. My brother was an iron worker for what about ten years, fifteen years, and bro, I know what he went through, bro. And that motherfucker was a solid dude, man. You don't want to cross him. But um, he would go to Cali because you know where the money was at? In fucking Cali. Go to Oakland, he'd go any, anywhere he could in California, homie, he, that's where he would go and to go work because that's where the money was at. You know what I mean? So, um, but but yeah, man, going back to like like, like New Mexico, dog, it was cool, you know, like, um, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to make money when there ain't no money, man. You know, you got five people pull, pulling five different ways for a $5 bill. You know what I mean? So it's it's... The, the shit out there, the, the drugs is, is heavy. So if, if you want to be into that, you you know, you want to make some money, sometimes that's the only way to do it. 
You know what I mean? Lucky for, luckily for me, you know, I'll go, I'll, start, I'll go back into my, me and you talked about this. You know, I, I, uh, I grew up in my neighborhood, man. My, my neighborhood was beautiful, man. I ain't got nothing bad to say about my, my, my neighborhood, bro, in the South Valley. Those who know, know, you know, and, and uh, dudes across the street from me, man, I had low riders. This dude over here uh, to, the, to the right of me had a little mini truck, dog, so I was into the, to the scene, man. When I was a kid, I never thought about a Lamborghini or none of that shit, man. I wanted, bro, my dream car was an 87 Regal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't think, right now, I, you know, no, no offense to my homie Vato, dog, but, you know, I got a 6'4", Super Sport, for, for the time being, Ruben might, might pick that up. And then I got a, a, a 6'2", Super Sport Ragtop, 48 rag. My wife is like, bro, what are you doing, homie? Because I never dreamed this shit. I never thought I could have it. So I, I always thought I can get maybe a Regal. And, and, and shout out to the homies with the Regals. I am, I'm by no means my hating, man, but, you know, uh, my dreams got a little, you know, a little bit pricier, I should say. But growing up in my neighborhood, man, I was, it was culture, man. It was, it was fucking culture, dog. I mean, I, I would be able to stop at, the, at these little spots. On the way home, there was a tortilla spot. I'd walk in there, and they'll give me tortillas, bro, on the way home. You know, it was it was dope. My neighbor was was dope, dog. It was a mission to get home because there was always stray dogs, and sometimes they motherfuckers chase you. But it was a mission, you know what I mean? But I I loved it, man. And so um, I end up moving from that neighborhood. This is where I where my circle turns. I I grew up there. Everything's perfect for me, man. And then I move over to this other place. It's called Kinney Brick. And again, those who know know Kinney Brick, bro. It's a construction area, industrial area. And where I lived, homie, on the top of the mountain. They would take dead animals and they would make dog food, so it smelled like it smelled like death. When when I look out the the front door, you look to the right, and this hill was getting higher and higher, full of concrete, because they would dump all the shit there. So that's when my my I guess where I started changing, man. I went to school, and um, I went to this other school, and, and the school I had to go to it was Polk Polk Middle School, and that was that was a, a there's a big gang in Albuquerque called Padillas. And so when I went to that school, the Padilla boys were on me because they're like, you're a Southside, you, you, you're a Southsider. I said, no, nah, you know, I, I'm from the Southside, but no, nah, I'm not a Southsider. No, nah, you. So every day for lunch, homie was on and cracking, bro. Well, let's, 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 let's break that down a little bit so I, we have an understanding right now. So you're a Southsider. Were they assuming you're from L.A.? Or you're from the Southside of a neighborhood out there? South, okay, so Southside... Not L.A., but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, the, the, Cali uh, the yeah. California round flip. So we'll, we'll get to that. But, okay, but go in, ahead. And Albuquerque, there's a gang called Vario Southside Locos. You know what I mean? And, and my neighborhood, my uncle was from it. My next door neighbors were from it. The homeboy Isaac that just got out of prison was, was in it. You know, that was, that was everybody on my block was a Southsider. Okay. It yeah. wasn't, it, I didn't even notice it until I left it. Because, yeah. Because I never, we, we didn't really have a lot of money to travel and do all this other shit. I, all I seen was my neighborhood. So whenever we went to this place, these fools were like, "Hey, you're from fucking, you you where where you where are you from?" I said, "Well, I, I grew up here." You a Southsider? I said, "No, I'm not a Southsider." Nah, you know what? You grew up in the South, so it was on and cracking, homie. Yeah. It was on. So I used to have other homies before me, you know, that I knew, my brothers, that would come and defend me in middle school, and so one day they came and they're like. One of the homies says, hey, are you a Southsider? And I said, no, I'm, I'm, and he's like, well, I'm gonna tell you what, we're not coming over here and when I see I'm gonna fuck you up. And I said, well, you know, I, why would you fuck me up? I ain't doing shit, I ain't never did shit to you. And he's like, well, because 
you're not representing your neighborhood where you grew up at. So I was like, damn, well, I guess I got to get, I guess it is what it is. I mean, I got, you know, I'll do my fucking 13 seconds or whatever you guys do. So I got my 13 seconds in and then I got ranked in the South Side. And then I had a big target on my back. Okay. So fast forward, we, you know, I, I made it through middle school. We, 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 we I'm not going to say we took over that school because anybody who knows Padillas, you, you ain't taking over that school. But we had enough to where it was a deterrence. So we weren't getting beat up every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we went to high school, that's when it was cracking because all the South Siders are there, you know? And so... It was always good for me. You know, I never wanted to be, I was always a good kid, homie. Like I was, I never wanted to get into it, but unfortunately in our community, you got to pick a side, homie, because you're, you're stuck. You're stuck. You got to pick a side. So whenever I went to high school, that's when I, I enjoyed it because that's where all the other Southsiders are. That's where all the homies are at, you know, and that's where I started really fucking up because I really wanted to be part of whatever they were with, you know what I mean? And the way that they treated me, I never felt like that before. So I started to be like, this is this is what I am, you know, this is who I am, these, these dudes are cool and they treat me good and, you know, I have my big brothers is with me and, and it was good, man, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But we talked about something specifically. One day I was at Albertsons and uh, this one I learned about Southsiders here and over there. So I was at Albertsons and I see this homie, he has a, he has a suit tatted on him. I said, oh, what's, hey, homie, where, where are you from? Like, how do I know you, you know? Yeah. And he was like, well, uh, I'm a, he's like, who are you? I said, oh, you know, they used to call me Loon, you know. I'm Looney from, from Southside, homie, I'm a Sudanio. He said, what part of Cali are you from? I said, I ain't from Cali. He said, then you ain't no fucking Sudanio. I was like, bro, take him back, like, bro, who the fuck is this fool, dude? So I call my uncle. My uncle's a Southsider, you know. I call him, he's an OG. Wolf, anybody that knows, they, they know my uncle Wolf, man. But, rest in peace. He um, told me, he's like, you're not, you're not a Sudanian, homie. So when you're talking to people from California, you do not tell them that you're a Sudanian. And, and if you do, you need to let them know specifics because your Sudanians is, is something serious in Southern California. Over here, your gang is serious here, but when you say Sudanians to somebody from California, they take it a different way. And they're going to check your, your resume, you know what I mean? So... You know, so just know that, you know, it's different. It's different. It's uh, yeah. Southsider. Obviously, Sudanio is a Southsider, but, you know, I didn't know that there was a difference between them because I've never been out of my neighborhood, you know? Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, that, you know, I, I did that. I did that trip for a little bit. Um, I started getting in trouble. I moved with my jefito, you know. Um, he, he lived out in Texas, so I lived out there for a little bit. And then, um, shit, bro, I mean, I, I went to, from school to school. I got kicked out of school in Texas. I went to my wife's school in, in like the middle of nowhere, New Mexico, and that's where I met my 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 wife. How were you when you met your wife? How old were you, babe? I know this answer. I just want to make sure you know it. <laughs> what? Fifteen. Fifteen years old. Hey, bro, tell her how I was on the court, though. Congratulations. Damn. That's dope. So I, I, I scooped her up, you know. Everybody hated me, but she loved me at the, at the school because they were always like, you know. But, but that's, I think that's where my life started coming together. You know what I mean? Like, um, I didn't know where, where to go. You know what I mean? I, I met her. She was a good girl. She still is, you know, as far as I know. Um, and, 
She she uh breaking news boxer coming in straight from Hoodstocks. <laughs> That's right. No, hold on, no, the comments me. are like, "Oh, Melissa, I know her." No, no. Everybody knows a Melissa, not That's like right. that though. I mean, That's you right. got family members that name Melissa anyway. Stop it. So this is kind of when I started tra- transitioning into into my into into like who I became today. You know, I had a high school basketball coach, man, Coach Mendoza, man, uh, um, solid, solid, solid dude, man, and and he would ask me, like, you know, we all know this, man. I feel like growing up, man, they would tell me that I have ADHD, that I had these issues. You know, that's how I got my name because I, you know, everybody go over here and I have to go to the little trailer in the back. You remember that shit? They called you loony because you thought you were crazy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they thought you were special ed or that's something. That's exactly. I mean, so, you well, know. I didn't I, say it, dog. Don't make me say it. So, Wait, I, 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 so you know, I, because I would just always be like, bro, the school, school sucks, man. Why, why, why am I going to do so? I don't see nothing in this. You know what I mean? And so, but, but I never had anybody like tell me like, bro, you can do something. You know what I mean? Like. I think my mom was even gonna send me before I moved with my dad. She was gonna send me to a military school, so that way to try to straighten my ass out. You know what I mean? But I just never found. I just felt like there was so many people going to school, and 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 nobody really paid attention to what I was doing. You know what I mean? And until I got this individual, Coach Bedoza, and he was at my retirement. He was at my. He was. At, I still talk to him to this day, until he would ask me on the, you know, before the weekend on Friday, Hey, Lorenzo, what are you doing, this weekend? I'll be like, man, um, I don't know. And he'll be like, that's when you get into trouble. You're going to come kick it with me. And I'll be like, damn, bro. But then he'll give me, you know, he'll give me some money. i take my girl on a date. You know, he'll let me in his car. And and I think he started showing me that, that somebody really get cared. You know, my mom cared, of course, my dad. But I'm talking about an outsider show, seeing potential in me. You Mentor. Know? Mentor, exactly. Yeah. So, but I was still kind of stuck in those street things. So I was still fucking up, man. I was... I think I, I got arrested, you know. Um, I was working with my brother. I, I started doing dumb shit, man. I, gang affiliation shit. I got, I, I was doing, I, I got caught for like a home invasion or something. Um, I did a couple of shit, you know, stealing. Um, we broke into a bar. Like I did a bunch of stupid shit. And every time I would get caught, they would just interview me and release me. So I thought, ah, oh, these fools don't, these, these cops don't know shit. You know, they're stupid. Yeah. Until one day I was working at K-Bob's and they're like, hey, you got a phone call. I go to answer the, the phone, and then they're like, uh, Mr. Segura? I said, yeah. And they're like, whoop, hung up. I said, what the hell, what was it? I said, oh, that's all good, whatever. Went back, I was busting tables, and I see all these cops surrounding the fucking building, you know? And and uh, I'm thinking it's my brother, because my big brother, is, John, is in and out of, he was in and out of the system since we were kids. So I'm like, oh, I gotta go tell my brother John, the hood out of here, they're gonna come get him. Yeah, and they came to pick my ass up, fool. And I'm like, bro, what the f-? like, bro? I thought I killed somebody, you know, because the way they had it. The way they came, huh? Yeah. But whenever I, whenever I went, I try to be like I'm Mr. Cool, like I know everything. And as soon as she gave me the facts, bro, they had me dead to rights, bro. They gave me the facts, and they're like, um, "Hey, did you st- did you break into this house?" I said, "No, nah, I didn't break into this house. I don't know what you're talking about." Oh, do you know um, uh, Mercedes? I'm like, "No, nah, I don't know who that is." Oh, that's not your cousin. I'm like. Oh, uh, no, that's not my cousin. Oh, what about this person? That's not your cousin? Cause they, and then I'm looking at the shit like, damn, this motherfucker has all this shit that these people told him that they knew me, you know? Yeah. So I was like, damn, bro. So basically, I went to, I got locked up in Roswell. Um, and shout out to uh, CTR, man, Crazy Town Roswell, because I, I was locked up with some homies in there. And one of the dudes in there was like, hey, homie, tell me you're going to join the military. When you go talk to the judge, 
Tell me you didn't join the military, homie, because they'll take it. They'll, they'll take it easy on you, bro. You can cop a plea. So I go from the judge. You know the first time you guys, I mean, you you've been locked up, homie. You know the first time they go and they read you all your shit and how, what you're facing. Yeah. Dog, I swear that motherfucker told me I was facing like two and a half thousand life sentences. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I was like, bro, this can't be right. And I yeah. was talking to my lawyer. My lawyer's like, well, if we do it right, um, maybe you only do two years. I said, fucking two years? Hell, I was like, bro, you're supposed to help be helping me, fool. How are you, two years? You know what I mean? So I went back and I told, you know, I was telling the homies that I was locked up with. And these fools, oh, God bless them, man, because they were with it. They were just like, oh, two years, homie? Oh, that's easy, dog. You'll be out in a minute. I'm like, motherfucker, I, uh -huh. I do not want to shower with you, motherfucker, for two years, dog. They're you like, know you mean? know what you can learn in two years? Yeah. Pinochle, chest, spades, <laughs> hey. prison wine, hey. spreads. That's exactly the way You can learn a lot of shit here in two years. This homeboy had like, he was like facing like 15 years. Yeah. And he was like, oh, man, 15 years, I'll be out by the time I'm this. I'm looking at this fool like, well, bro, well, you're fucking crazy. Well, so this is what's so crazy about the game, bro, is when you get into a gang, you know what I mean, it, uh, to to earn your upper echelon stripes on the on the sleeves, whatever you want to call it, bro, your hood stripes, bro. Yeah. You got to go to prison, bro. Prison is the ultimate, you know what I mean? You got to go to the big house, bro. When I was a kid, bro. I, I wanted to go to prison, bro. These kids wanted I had, to go. Because I seen all my homies, my older homies coming out that I loved and looked up to, dog. And they were just like, hey, homie, boo-boo. And these dudes were Gs. They were gangsters, bro. That's right. They were coming out, and we were still doing hollers. And these motherfuckers fresh out on parole. And they just nutty, bro, nutty motherfuckers. And I looked up to the craziest fools in my neighborhood because I wanted to one day be like that. But what I knew I had to do, dog, is I had to go through the fucking levels of, of, of our of the gangbang system, you know, and you had to go to prison, you know what I mean? So it, what I'm trying to get at, and I want to let you get back to your story, but I'm sorry, dog. No, no. But some cats, it's crazy, bro, because I've been with a lot of dudes in the pen fighting all kinds of different levels of cases, bro, and to some dudes, 15 years, bro, is a blessing, homie. I'm gonna be out. I'm okay. I'm 20 right now. I'm gonna be out when I'm 35, dog. I'm still good, bro. I can still bop, 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. You know what I mean? And 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 I guess that depends on what you're facing. That's right. Right? If you can, be, if you're facing life, you maybe killed somebody or attempted or some shit like that, dog. 15 years, homie's a blessing, dog. Yeah. You go back to the dorm. You celebrating, dog. You know what I mean? You can break. Bust open the bag of Pruno. It's a celebration, bro. You know what I mean? You're going to be out in 15 years opposed to fucking life. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're exactly right, homie, because these dudes were like, and then from here, homie, we go to Springer. Springer's like the penitentiary, you know, for 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 uh, for juveniles. And Springer's way better. They're like talking about like, they got a badass rec room. They got, and I'm just like looking at these motherfuckers like, homie, you'd like for them to run their fingers up your ass every fucking day, homie. Like that doesn't bother you at all. You know, like I'm thinking about all this shit, but I don't want to, Show my cards because then they're gonna think this fool's weak or some yeah, shit. Stop, you know what I mean? Bro. And they pray so, on those. So I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are these fools? And these little these homies were younger than me, and and they're just like, yeah, I mean, I'm the only dude. Like two years, oh man, that's fucking nothing. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh man, I gotta figure this shit out. So, real quick, one rule that I one thing that I learned as a kid, bro, uh -huh. is you never discuss your case if it's doing what they call wino time. And two years is wino time, bro. Yeah. It's a fucking turnaround. And, the, and and you know what, dog? One thing that I learned in LA County Jail, bro, 
is if, and I learned it off the rip. I don't know if somebody put me up on game, dog, or if I just fucking read the fucking room, bro, and I got it right, dog, off the rip, dog. But I knew that if you're facing, like, I've been, on, I've been I was in the gang module on a pro violation, bro. Everybody's doing life sentences, death rows, all kinds of different shit, dog. Not once, dog, was I trying to talk about or stress out about my year of pro <laughs> violation, <laughs> homie. Right. You know what I mean? Because these dudes, it's insulting, you, probably. It's insulting, homie. Yeah. And you disrespect these dudes. And next, you know what they're saying? Ah, fucking this fool, fucking lucky, crying about fucking two years, dog. Bop, 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 whoop, 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 yeah. dog. And you put yourself on the fucking, on a shit list, bro. That's right. On an un, unforeseen list, a black list, homie, of fuck this fucking lane right no. here, dog. Go ahead, brother. No, so, um, well, I went to the judge the next time. And, you know, we're starting to talk about my, my uh, I guess we're going to do a trial, whatever the case is. If we're going to take it to trial... And then I, I told I, I just told him, like, hey, man, um, sir, I should know his name, the judge. But anyway, I told him. What was I'm the just, judge's name? Man, oh, you said you do know the name? I know. I used to know his oh, name. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, it was like a, He was a Latino. He was like Martinez or something like that. Yeah, from, go ahead. From, sorry, brother. But, but so this motherfucker was like, I told him, I said, sir, you know, I want to join the military. And then he was like, he stopped, you know, because he was looking at all the papers and shit. And I'm like, sir, would this affect my chances of joining the military? And he was just, he stopped. Looking at the papers, he looked at me. He said, you want to join the military? And I thought he was going to tell me, like, you're a fucking idiot, you know? But he's like, what branch you want to join? And, I, bro, I didn't know shit about no branches, homie. I didn't know shit. And I said, but I know my primo was in the Marines. So I said, I want to join the Marines. And he's like, you, you want to join the Marines? I said, yes, sir. He's like, okay. He's like, what are you doing to join the Marines? You know, he kept looking at his shit. And I'm just like, damn, I ain't doing shit. He's like, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm going to see you again on Monday. And I want you to tell me what you're going to do to join the Marines. Man, I had this time to get back. I went back to my room, fucking talked to counselors. They brought another guy so I can get my home, my home school and shit done. I, I did all my shit. I went back to him. Hey, sir, this is, what, this is what I present to you. I have this lined up, this lined up, that lined up. Okay. He said, I have to see you back here in court on this date. You need to have those things done or I'm going to fucking lock you up. Let's go, baby. Honestly, dog, like I told you before the podcast, dog, I'm a big, a big advocate, dog. We're in East Los, you know, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> no, you guys can hear the streets bleeding into this uh, studio. Yeah, that's right, the streets are talking. Yeah, the streets are talking right now, dog. Uh, bless, uh, hopefully, whatever that fucking fire engine is going to or ambulance is going to, they are okay, dog. We are about good vibes right here, dog. Um, I'm a big, big advocate, dog, for, for homies. You know what I mean? Because we can use this energy, this bottled up anger of energy. Kids from broken homes, dog. Kids that were just got the short end of the stick, dog. They, you know, they they they, they were in a poker game, dog, and, and 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 they got fucking a hand, dog. That you ain't gonna win nothing on, dog. You know what I mean? I'm saying this to say, I'm saying that to say this, dog. Like we should have that more an opportunity for these kids, dog, That's to right. join the service, dog, because I, I believe, bro, these young fucking wolves, bro, that were raised on these streets, dog, that already learned how to navigate through these fucking, these trenches on the streets, dog, I think they would be the best, the baddest fucking soldiers 
out there on the war field right. and they can potentially bro they get out from there dog and have a whole new look in life dog you know what i mean record fucking clean new citizen you know what i mean got some uh, some type of pension i don't know how it goes you you explain that to us in a minute dog money coming in go to school dog take it from there dog i mean and i know a lot of cats right here are like man fuck the government blah 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 whoa 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 this and that you know what i mean it's all corrupt you're fighting for these dudes personal fucking gains and all this other shit i get that dog but let's just talk about a kid would you rather have a kid do 10 years in prison or would you rather have a kid you know do 10 years in the military dog i think it would i think it would be very good uh if we implemented that in our judicial system dog for kids that meet the criteria dog and obviously you met the criteria so go ahead finish your story brother well you know me being a, a horrible horrible fucking criminal um, when I followed up, you know, one of the little bullshit things I had was driving without a license. It was a little bullshit. I pull up, homie, and I have all my paperwork, dog, ready to go. My lady lent me her, her, her car. I, I pulled up. You know, she was 16 years old, man. I don't know why she was with me. I still don't know why she was with me, but I, at that time, I definitely, definitely didn't know. But I pull up, and I have, I have all this paperwork. I'm so excited to see the, the judge to show him what I've done, you know, and then he's like, before I even start, he said, he's looking at me. He says, Mr. Wooda, did you learn anything? And I'm just like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? He said, what is, I'm showing here that you don't have a fucking license. Why the fuck did I see you get out of that car right there? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, bro. What the fuck? And he's like, he was just like, I'm like, bro, I'm going to get locked. I'm going to tell my chick just come get her car because this fool's going to send me away, man. And, um. Basically, what he did was he chewed my ass for a little bit, and then he sent me on my way. And then he he sat there and watched for somebody to come pick pick up the car, because he told me I was not gonna leave in that fucking car. Yeah. But you know this 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 judge probably saved my life, man, for real, because I'd have been caught up in the system, man. I would have been a totally different dude, man. I don't know what he saw in me, you know. Um, I don't know what a lot of people, you know. There's a lot of people in my story, man, that I you know I can't get to that, that they seen in me, man. But but uh, you know he gave me a chance, man. And you know what? If he was here today, or if he can, you know, I want him to see that, you know, that one, that one chance he get. Well, he could probably give me like five chances because of all the shit I did. But, you know, those those chances, that chance he gave me, homie, I made the best of it, bro. And I think that in this life, we get a chance, homie, and it's what you do with that fucking chance because it might be your last fucking chance. Well, some some people uh, get the chance presented to them, bro. Yeah. And they're so deep in the street thing, or so deep in their what they believe is real at the time, bro that they passed that chance up, dog. Yeah. You know, and they won't realize the chance that they blew years down the line if it's in a drug rehabilitation place, if it's, you know, and it's just in a bad spot, dog. You know, doing life in prison, I don't wish that on nobody, bro. Shout out to my, all my brothers that are in the system right now holding it down like big dogs. Your time's coming. They're letting you motherfuckers out, dog. Run a clean yeah. program. Get out that bitch, dog. Come get some of this freedom, even if it's in the later years of your life, dog. I love you motherfuckers, dog. And I want the best for everybody, dog. But um, yeah, dog. So you had the chance. You took it. I took it, homie. I fucking ran. So you know, after that, I found out my wife was pregnant. Um, she was my girlfriend back then. You know, we we're still in high school, man. And everybody's looking at her, man. And it, it was it was fucking the worst feeling in the world, man. Because you know, she was she's always been a good girl, homie. And I don't know what the fuck she's seen in me. But you keep on saying that, bro. I think it was my basketball skills, really. If I'm being 100, you know was what I mean? It? Yeah, you know how to take it to the hole. Oh, homie. Well, hey, that's how she got pregnant, right? That's how she got pregnant. 
<laughs> no disrespect, <laughs> but, I mean. Sir. Nah, it's all good. Thank you, my boy. Um, but yeah, this day. Um, so after that, homie, check this out. In December 2000, I fucking, I was going to join the Marines. I ended up joining the Air Force, man. My, my, my cousin, the Marines were kind of giving me a fucked up thing because I wanted to join the infantry. And they're like, bro, everybody wants to join infantry. We're going to bring you an open contract. My primo, who's, who was uh, a prime Marine, he was like, bro, you're going to be a cook. You're going to be something fucked up. Don't do that. Talk to the Air Force because I, I was at Hickam in you know, Hawaii. And, bro, the Air Force gets treated good. You're about to have a family. So I was like, fuck it, whatever, you know. So I went and I and I ended up joining the Air Force. But in December, what is it? Was it the 21st? I had my daughter. Oh, the 8th. I had my daughter the 21st. We got married. And then the 28th, I, I was gone, homie. I was like in one month. In, in it was a... The, it was a wild ass month. That was a wild ass month. Yeah, man. that sounds. Was, huh? You had a baby. You got married. I mean, it sounded like you did everything right, almost. You know, what I mean, you just make sure you're tying all your your your, your p's and q's before you head off to the, right. you know, the air force. That's baby. right. You know I mean, that's lock right. baby down. You know, what I mean, gotta that's put right. a ring on it real quick. That's right. I'm gonna be back. <laughs> that's right, man. So, you know, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell the homeboys out there, man. I mean, if there's one little youngster out there, man, who's going through the same shit or something similar. Bro, this shit, the military shit was fucking easy, man. This shit was, man, for us, okay, so let me ask you something. Me, yes, sir. An older guy comes in the, in the end of the room. What do you do first? An older gentleman comes in, into the room. What do you do? I mean, I, usually, bro, we were very hospitable right here, dog, and, and I always be very respectful, dog. So I, well, what we do, you know, as our culture, is we stand up and we shake his hand. Absolutely. You don't stay sitting down, you know. You don't no, never that. Phone. You stand up and you shake his hand. Yeah. In the military, when somebody of rank walks, comes in the room, you stand up. So to me, they're teaching these fools shit, and it, to, I, to me, that was already what it was. It wasn't nothing. You already it, taught this shit. I was already taught this shit. Yeah. You know I mean? Hey, um, what you need to do is at every fucking at when at the end of the day, fucking pick up your trash and take that shit outside. You're telling me, homie, that that's where I was. I mean, is this? But the, you'll be surprised. These spoon-fed motherfuckers don't know how to do that. Yeah. And they got to teach them. Time, bro, I showed up to fucking roll call. Roll calls where we go out there, we do uniform inspections, all this shit, and these motherfuckers wearing two left boots. And you're just like, homie, and this motherfucker walked two miles from his dormitory to where we're at, and he didn't know he had two fucking left boots. So I'm like, bro, so I said that to say, brother, if, if you guys are out there, homie, I promise you, bro, we shine out here, dog. I mean, the, the, we know what it is, homie. We're ready to go at a, at a minute's notice, bro. You know, we come from the streets. We already know protocol, bro. It's nothing for us, man. It's easy. It's easy. It's an easy lifestyle for us to transition into. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's discipline. It's and it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of klecha that we were already taught at a young age. Uh, at a young age, you know, but at but from the streets as well, because the streets teach you, you know, a certain klecha. You know, what I mean, yeah, some for the worse and some for the good. Of of the streets, right? Yeah. There's 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 both. You got to pick and choose. You know what I mean? But one thing you will learn going through the prison system or being from a gang is there's things you do and you don't do. I mean, there's there's hygiene. There's you know just you know like you said, an elder comes in, you give him his respects. You know what I mean? So on and so forth. That's bro. right. That's right. You know what I mean? It, that that should come like second nature. And and the, I think the hardest part for me is. People that have known me my whole life, homie, I've always been me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I've never altered my wife. Sometimes my wife gets upset with me because I'm still rocking the Pendleton. 
and we're trying to go to a nice little spot. She wants me to wear maybe a little tie or something. You know what I mean? But I'm saying I stayed true to I've matured, but I stayed who I was, man. And I, and I think sometimes people think that, you know, because I hear it. Hey, man, that the, they have you brainwashed and all this other shit. Homie, I'm still I'm still a homeboy, bro. I can still come over here, kick it with my brother Lucky. I can still go, you know, I got, I got homeboys out to, in, in SD and fucking Shoutown. You know, I, I can still kick it with the homies, bro, but stay true to who I was, man. You know, do the right things for the right reasons. You know what I mean? And I'm, that's what I'm hoping to get to to the, to the youngsters, man. You can still be a homeboy. I think I talked to this kid. I was mentioning this kid. And I didn't tell him what I did. He thought I was a street soldier. He thought I was in the fucking neighborhood. And then I, I want to say probably about a month after I've been talking to this kid, I told him what I did. And he looked at me like, you were in the military? I said, yeah, bro, I, I'm still at, I still am. I've been in for 15 years. I mean, you have all those tattoos. I said, bro, it ain't nothing, bro. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you can still be you, bro. You can still be you. It, it, and you know what? One thing I will say, bro, and, and shout out to, to Arasa, man. Rasa got a lot of love for the military, bro. A fucking lot of love, homie. I go to neighborhoods, dog, and then people jam me up, of course, because it is what it is. Hey, homie, where you from? I ain't from nowhere, G. I'm from fucking, I'm, you know, I'm from New Mexico. You know, I'm in the military. I'm a serviceman. I retired, whatever. Hey, look, that's what that's love. Absolutely, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout, shout out to all the homies, man, out there, bro. Shout out to the brothers that served. Right. And thank you, bro, for your service, thank my you, G. Thank you, thank you, my Thank boy. you so much, dog. So... We got to get into the meat and potatoes. That's right. Of, That's the good of, part. Of the military, That's bro. That's right. I mean, you join the military. You a young buck, bro. You leave baby. Uh, you leave a new baby. Boy or girl? Uh, I have two girls. But, but and, uh, you, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me get the 8th, the 21st, and the what date of December? 28th. And the 28th. So uh, two girls. So you had your youngest girl was born on the 8th. Yeah, my what, oldest. Did I say that right? Yeah, the oldest my oldest. One. oldest. The oldest one was born on the 8th. Uh, you get married on the 21st, you leave on the 28th. That's right. Okay, so what, where are we going, bro? We're fucking, you get out of court, bro. You shot your shot to the motherfucking judge, dog. That motherfucker bit like a big fish, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he's like, all right, you look like you're trying to, you tell me the truth, baby. That's you know right. what I mean? Let's get, all right, let's send you That's on the right. way, dog. We need we need some solid, you know, soldiers out there. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and he gave you the chance. You got the chance. You took it, baby. You fucking, so how did it start, bro? Like for the guys that, that you, bro, we have a lot of stories here, bro. This is a story that I am personally intrigued by. We've had a lot of Marines on here before. First year of uh, Hoodstocks, if you guys don't know, go all the way back to the first year. We've had Marines right here, you know what I mean? Right. Talking about the pink mist. Have you seen the pink mist? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's right. But um, you know, what was your first step uh, joining so, the military? So whenever I went, homie, like they have, they have this whole thing for you to try to fuck you up, you know what I mean? So like whenever you get there, you get there late at night, you do all this processing and shit. And so by the time you get to your room, like you pull up to the dorm, you know, I'm gonna trying to paint the picture, you know? Yeah, paint it. You, you've been fucking, you traveled all day, you get to the, to, to the airport, they're having you wait, probably around this, probably around eight or nine o'clock at night, then they have you go process. And then it's probably like 10 or 11, 12 maybe. And then you pull up, you know, for me, I pulled up to the, to the, um, to our barracks, I see these fools come out with their fucking TI hats, you know, and they're fucking scary looking because, you know, they're, they're, you can't even see their eyes. And they walk up, and the guy gets on the bus and says, Hey, um, welcome. Welcome to the, I don't remember what squadron I was with, like 322nd or some shit, squadron. And, uh, you know, I hope you enjoy your time here. And I'm just thinking, like, myself, like, what the fuck is this fool? 
And then he's like, get the fuck off the planet. And then all these fools come running out of the fucking barracks. It's like a hoax. I mean, it's like, they, obviously, they, they do this to everybody. But yeah. everybody brings out there, get the fuck off the fucking bus. And you're, you're tri everybody's tripping. Everybody's like, don't know what the fuck to do. We're running around in circles. We're and, trying to find our fucking bags and shit. You and know? these are a bunch of young boys on this bus. They're, oh, we're all youngsters, bro. I mean, yeah. we're like 16. I mean, no, not, not 16. Not probably like 17, 18. I mean, some of us are as young as 17. 18, 19-year-olds, 20. You know what I mean? So we're just freaked out. Like, I was tripping. Like, God damn, what the fuck? Why are these fools so mad? I didn't even do shit. So, I, you know, but it, but it was easy. I caught on real quick. I said, okay, these, these fools, this is a game. So drop your bag. Pick it up. Drop your bag. I said, drop your bag. Drop your bag. Pick it up and pick it up. And I was, I'm like... I I caught the, I, I I got caught onto the game like all these fools are just trying to fuck with us. Coming from the neighborhood, homie, people fuck with you all the time. So to me, it was like, this is a game. I'll play the game. I pick it up, drop it. I pick it up. Some fools are crying. Some fools are. I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are these fools crying for, dog? Like this is a game. You know, this is a hoax. We go. The part that really bothered me though is when we go up to the top and they tell everybody to get fucking butt naked. They tell you find your bed, you get your bed, and they tell you get fucking butt naked. And so I'm like, oh hell no, I mean, with all these fucking guys and shit, you know what I mean? So we get we, we get naked, we fucking go into the shower, and we're and they make you shower, one hot, one cold, one hot, one cold, one hot, one cold. They, they're fucking. So they, is it luck of the draw? Do you see the pattern and know where you need no, to be? No, they make you go in that order. Oh, okay. Right here, you're rinsing. So you're not sure if you're gonna be hot or cold. You, no, you. Well, after the first one, you realize that this one's cold. The next one's hot, the next one's cold. So you, you know where you're at in the, the, the yeah. <laughs> So you go through this little shower, right here you're rinsing, right here you're 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 rinsing. Really, you don't you ain't cleaning shit. You're just they're just running you through the motion to get you fucked up. Oh, wow. So you get to your bed. I mean you, you, there's all others other bullshit, man. You get to your bed, you lay down. Bro, right as soon as I started to, to, to get comfortable, lights come back on, they fucking tell you to get up. And you start your day there. So you're like fucked up like you're in a daze because you didn't sleep and then and you start your fucking day what is the psychology behind this if you if you can just like if you I, can... I think it's honestly to weed out the weirdo motherfuckers that are gonna snap okay. get them out that's the psychology behind and, it. and they want to see how you deal with pressure yeah and 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 i think that was a, the hardest the first night was my hardest night but after that it was a fucking cakewalk yeah and and so i can imagine well there's always going to be cats that aren't going to make it through that. Yeah. Get up, sit down, get naked, lay yeah. down. I mean, and then especially when you're uh, when you're working with lack of sleep. I mean, nobody work. That's that's the ultimate test of your mental yeah, capacity. Exactly. Like, are you strong enough for this? Yep. You know, which I've been tested a million times in prison, and I had to ch ask myself sometimes, standing in a stand up coffin, a, a, a cage, bro. You know what I mean? Am, am I? You know what I mean? For hours. Am I am I mentally strong enough for this? But when you're in that position, you have no choice but to be mentally strong for it. So me as my inner person, right? I'm gonna get through this shit. You know what I mean? But not everybody is wired up like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So like you said, they're trying to weed out the weak. And then and then after that, homie, it was like it, pride, homie. We we're some of the prideest motherfuckers, dude. You may not be a runner. But if I challenge you right now, like, hey, homie, homie, you know, let's mean you go outside and let's see who can run fucking faster. You're going to give everything you got. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Even if I lose. That's huh? just the way we are. I mean, it's just, yeah. that's the way we're brought up. So for me, when I was running around the fucking track, I was like, bro, fuck this motherfucker, homie. This, you know, no disrespect to all the white homies or whatever the case is. It's just, 
you know, but if there was a negro or, or a, a guarito or a fucking uh, a Filipino, whatever, it didn't matter who it was. Anybody can get it. I wanted to show them that this motherfucking Chicano is going to finish first. You know what I mean? Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, let's go, dog. <laughs> Survive of the fittest, homie. That's right. And what was funny is I used to tell motherfuckers like, yeah, they'd be like, hey, well, where you? Everybody's always says, what part of Cali are you from, homie? I said, I'm not from Cali. I'm not from Cali. I'm from, from New Mexico. Oh, that's right. You're from Mexico? No, I mean, New Mexico. Where the fuck is New Mexico? It's between Arizona and fucking Texas. I'm like, oh, where I will tell people, no, I'm from Albuquerque. I'm, oh, what part of Cali is that? Yeah. No, it's. People, people automatically thought you were from the. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like nobody in the fucking world knows where New Mexico is. You know what I mean? So, um,. <laughs> but but I would I would make it a point to be like yeah I mean you know I'm from here I'm from fucking Albuquerque I mean you know and representing and representing you know yeah absolutely and 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 it took me a long time to realize that fucking motherfuckers did not care that I was from Albuquerque <laughs> people like bro I don't give a fuck you from Albuquerque homie what is that you know what I mean yeah so after a while you just said I'm from L A homie I'm just from L A <laughs> no, dog yeah. fuck it you know that's what they thought I'm I was from, from wherever you think I'm from that's right that's right so um but I got through basic training dog I got, I went to my first duty station. Me and my lady, we moved out there. We got our first little crib, you know, and we didn't have shit. But you know, we made it through, dog. Like we, we, you know, I, I wouldn't be me without without her. For I mean, sure. yeah, absolutely. And shout out to your lady. You know, I mean, shout out to Melissa. Um, so real quick, bro, getting your first little crib out there. So is she on the barracks? Is she on the? No, no, I didn't get a barracks. I got when you're married, you get your own little crib. They give it to you. They give you a little crib. Yeah, it's, they, they pay your utilities. They pay your water. They pay your heat. You know, the only thing you gotta pay for if you want cable. They give you the bearment. The military's gonna give you what you need to succeed. Period. And so they so they gave you guys a house by your training station or, or location. My base, my your base. base. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah your yeah, base. So I was in North Carolina. I was at uh, Seymour Johnson, and um, yeah, I was working. I my job was a F-16 mechanic. So um, we got stationed there, and. Right when we got stationed there, bro, I got a fucking phone call from my mom, and she's like, "Hey, have you seen the news?" I work nights, so I didn't, I, I, I didn't see the, the news. She, but she's blowing on my phone. I said, "No, what? We're terrorists, terrorist attack." And I'm just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So I turn on the, the news, and I'm watching the, the TV, and I see another fucking plane hit the the towers, and and we're just like, "Fuck, bro." Yeah. So I got a call. 9/11. I got yeah, nine eleven. I got a call from, from, from my unit, and they're like, hey, man, pack your shit. We don't know who we're going. We don't know we're going to come back. I told my lady, bro, honestly, I was ready. I was with it. I was like, bro, this is my chance to shine. I'm going to save the war. I'm going to save the fucking planet right now because they're going to call me. You know what I mean? But So you went in as an as a F-16 mechanic. Yeah. So when something like this happens... You know what I mean? Are you are you are are they having you suit up and boot up to now fucking strap up and go fight this war? Are you going out there to to do what you do as a mechanic? So and how did you learn to do this as a mechanic? Did you just get thrown in it and he had to go to school for it? Like how does that work? Good point. Good point. So whenever you whenever you test, you got to take all these tests in the military to, to, to for them to find your job. And I was good at mechanics, so. Yeah. That's where I scored the best at, and out of all the jobs, that was a job that seemed the best for me. I mean, that I liked, you know, that I was intrigued by. And so um, I joined, I mean, I, I signed up to be a, a mechanic. Thank you, my boy. And so, um, but when it's time for war, they'll give you a motherfucking rifle, dog. I mean, because we don't know where we're gonna be at. So there's been plenty of times where, where they, they try to uh, infiltrate the base or wherever we're at, if we're in Bagram Air Base or 
where Alice Anaconda, wherever the fuck we're at with with our with our with our aircraft, you got to be ready to to um, to fight. You know, to fight. You know what I mean? You're in their territory. I mean, we're outnumbered, dog. We're it's like putting a little spot in the hood, and you're fighting the whole hood. You know what I mean? So you got to be ready. There's people that are going to try to infiltrate that base all the time. You know what I mean? But um, so September 11th happened. You know, um, they closed down the base. It was crazy because they bought a fucking tank. You remember? They bought a tank. They weren't letting nobody on and off base. Like, it, was, it got fucking weird, dog. So, um, we, some of our jets went, but our job there was to protect the, I think it was called Operation Noble Eagle. We're protecting pretty much the East Coast. Between us and Virginia, we're protecting the White House and we're protecting uh, New York City. So you're on you're in the states. We're in the states, yeah, North okay. Carolina. Okay. So thank you, my boy. So um, we started we started doing that, you know what I mean? And then uh, obviously you, everybody knows, you know, that we, we went and and we did our thing out there in, in uh, Afghanistan. So fast forward, I get stationed out in in um, at Cannon Air Force Base, which is in New Mexico, it's Clovis, New Mexico, and then um, they were looking for people to go help out in Iraq. Now a little bit, a little bit of history is for those who don't know, the army, the air force is a subdivision of the army. They were here first, right? But they they needed such a there was such a big demand in the '40s for an actual air force, so we broke away from them. Just like the way now we have a new space force, they broke away from us. You know what I mean? But the army is our big big brother. So with the shout out to all the all, all the army homies, man. But they were out there for. A year and a half, dog, in, in, in Iraq. So a lot of them were getting out, man. They didn't want to fucking be there. They would come back for six months and fucking dip back back there for a year and a half. You know, they're getting divorced. It was fucked up for them. So they started asking the Air Force, hey, man, you guys got to help us with some of this load because it's it's crazy. You know, it's too much. Because our soldiers are dropping like flies. Because our soldiers are dropping like flies. So and they're dropping like flies because... Because of- they're getting out or they're getting killed. They're getting killed. And so they're getting out there in the war zone they're in, and fucking life is flashing between their eyes, bro. That's right. And they're saying, you know what? Fuck this shit. And at the same time, they're having problems at home, you know, which doesn't help the situation. You said, I mean, divorce, you know what I mean? All yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? You can't hold on to your girl because you're gone. Yep. You know, X amount of the time throughout the year. I mean, yeah, bro, this is these these are this is real life in the military. With a lot of us don't know. A lot of us civilians don't know, bro. Yeah. You know? So um they, they, they came through and they're like, hey, man, we're looking for volunteers to help the Army doing convoy duty, tower duty, fucking, um, um, like, we, we would protect the contractors and do all this shit, all this other stuff. So I was like, bro, I want, this is my chance. You know, I wanted to fucking be infantry from the gate anyway. So I was like, bro, I'll do it. And everybody was like, bro, you fucking stupid. Why would you want to do that? I'm like, bro, I don't know. I just felt like, it was, for me, I'd be lying to you if I said I did it because I wanted to do the military. For me, I, I, I did it because, no, I'm, I'm bullshitting. I did it because of the military, because I remember September 11th. I did it because I felt like that was from the gate. That's really what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? I wanted to do that. So this was my chance to like really show myself that this is what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? So I went to this, this training. We did some training. Um, they, they brought in a group of, 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 uh, of, Army dudes, they they did some training. So when I de- I deployed out there, man, we went to um, a base called IUD. At this time, was was still September 11th was in, it was in my brain, man. And then 
This, this, this is why I'll, I'll challenge you, the homeboys, man, that's listening to this, man. Like, don't don't listen to the news, man, because this shit's bogus, bro. Like, form your own opinion. I'll just put it like that. But what people you, are forming a lot of opinions that don't coincide with maybe your opinion, bro. And that's okay. That, that's okay. All I'm trying to say is just form your own opinion. Don't take it off the media. Take it off of what you see. Because you, you believe there's a lot of fake news being put out. A hundred percent, homie. So you 100%. believe Donald Trump, what Donald Trump was saying the whole time about fake news is correct. Because he's the only dude. That he's, he, he basically came out with that uh, that uh, uh, phrase, fake news. Well, first off, don't disrespect another homie to support him or none of that shit, but fuck Donald Trump. But I'll say that, yes, yes, he, he, that point, yes, he is correct. Yeah. So, but going back to, to um, this shit with us, with us going, whenever um, I was on the plane, there was this motherfucking A-Rap dude I was looking at, and I was like, bro, this fool is weird. And I think I was making him nervous because he kept looking back at me, and I was looking at him like, bro, you better not try no shit here because I'll fucking, you know, because I was taking a civilian plane to Baltimore, and I was looking at this fool like, bro, if you trip, because he looked nervous, bro. He kept looking back at me. I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is this? You know, from the neighborhood, we're always looking out for shit like that. You know, we're You're always reading the room. We're always reading the room to see who's who's acting weird. Absolutely. So I was looking at this motherfucker like, bro, out. If this fool trips or he tries to take, you know, I'm thinking of all this shit that I see in the media. Long story short, bro, this motherfucker went with me. His name is Ajmal Hassan. And, bro, he went with me and served in Iraq, bro. And, and I felt bad because as soon as we got off the plane, you know, the next day we meet up and I see him in uniform. And I was like, bro, I, I even told him, I said, bro, I thought you were a fucking terrorist, dog. He started laughing and shit. You know, he's from New York City. We went to go visit him just last year. His wife's a doctor, man. He's doing big things. But, um, but bro, I looked at him like, dog. But, but that was the media. You know, the media gave me like a false, like, these fools hated us. Conception, you know? yeah. You know what I mean? So we go, to the, we go to the deed. That's when they give you your Kevlar. They give you your weapon. They give you all this shit. And then we fly in on a C-130. I think I I thought it was a fucking joke until we're coming into to um, Alice Alice Anaconda and in Iraq, and I start hearing fucking and I was looking out the window, what the fuck is that? And we're fucking banking in, coming in, and you know those those who know you know you you know, but you don't just land, homie. You fucking come in in a circle. They they wind around like this, coming down, throwing flares. And the reason why they're throwing flares is because the heat-seeking missiles, they'll hit the flare. They won't hit. They won't hit the plane. Wow. So as soon as you get there, they're like, "Get the fuck off the plane! Get the fuck off!" Because they want to get the fuck out of there. They drop you off. They throw your luggage out, and they're fucking gone. You know, I don't even think they kill the engines. What is a C-130? C-130 is just like a cargo plane. Anything with a C, like a C-17, C-130, C-5. That's a cargo plane. Anything with an F in front of it. Fighter, it's a fighter aircraft, F-15, F-16. You already know what that is. That's that's a fighter aircraft. Yeah. Air to air combat, whatever. Um, A-10, which is we'll we'll get into that. I work A-10s. Shout out to the Marines. You guys, you know, I'll get I'll get I'll earn some clout with the with the A-10. But um, A-10s are is, is an attack um, plane. Okay. So we 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 supply uh, air support to the ground troops. But anyways, so when we get there, we get off the fucking plane, bro. Again, this is kind of a same kind of concept as, as it's not intentional but it's the same kind of thing as as when I was went to boot camp fucking long ass flight you get there the time you get it fucking inside the thing you're having this briefing telling you about all the threat cons um, there's a voice that comes up over the thing that tells you to get down if it's in your vicinity I think it's from the Navy you have like 
a fucking millisecond to get on the floor from the time you hear it because of the, the fucking bomb is incoming. Basically, it comes and tells you, uh, incoming, 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 and you have to fucking jump on the floor. And that's that's coming over an intercom system. Yeah, it's just like, there's yeah, exactly. So it's incoming, incoming, and you got to fucking ju- jump on the floor. That's what they tell you. And um, so I'm getting there, I'm fucking half asleep because it's been a long fucking trip. I finally get to my room. It's probably like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Same scenario, man. And uh, my fucking, I hear this fucking boom. All my shit comes off my wall locker. I fucking get, put my Kevlar shit on. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to remember what the fuck they told me in this briefing. It was like five hours long. And I'm like, bro, oh, what the fuck? So I put on all my Kevlar shit, and I don't know what the fuck to do because I, I wasn't paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's hard to pay attention for something that's like 17. They talked about sexual harassment, yeah. fucking all this weirdo shit, you know? So I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just lay here. I didn't have my weapon because you have to turn in your weapons um, because motherfuckers are killing themselves out there. Real shit. Yeah. Wow. So um, I, didn't have my, I, I didn't have my weapon on me. So I sat there, bro. My first night there, I laid there in my, on the floor with all my Kevlar shit on. And I slept there for about three or four hours, and I went to work. And so when I when I woke when I woke up, I went out. and And those who have been out to the to to the field, they know that they have these big old concrete bunkers. You know, like in the street, like like whenever they're they're working doing construction, they put those little concrete barriers. The barriers, yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, picture those times fucking ten. You know, they're fucking they're they're like twelve, thirteen, fourteen feet high. Wow. And they're but it hit that right in front of my fucking a mortar hit it. Wow. So. That was my first day, like, hey, welcome to fucking, to, to, to the deed. So, I mean, not to the deed, I'm sorry, to Iraq. Yeah. So, I was like, damn. So, I go, and I want to tell my story to everybody. Like, bro, fucking, I just got fucking bombed, and the fools are already been there for eight months, and they're like, did you die? And I was like, no, nah, motherfucker, but that shit hit, and they're just like, bro, that's life here. I mean, like, <laughs> they call it, they call it Mortaritaville, Mortaritaville, because it's fucking, it, where they, their shirts will say, if you look up Alice Anaconda, whatever, you'll see that they say Mortaritaville, where it's always happy hour. So that means they're motherfucking <laughs> mortaring you 24 fucking seven. Wow, bro. So, um, I was like, fuck, man, this is the way that life's gonna be, you know? And, um, I fucking questioned it. I'm like, bro, like you, the way you said, I questioned myself, like, bro, this is not where I want to be. You know, you, I'm thinking to myself, like, you wanted this shit. This, you got to fucking live it, you know? Go to work, do my thing. I start getting in my groove, you know? Um, we do tower duty. We do all this other shit. We had this dude, Ezeke, that uh, worked with us, and he started making me feel comfortable. He was, he was, a, nas- he was a, a national, foreign national. He was, a, um, he was um, one of our guys that worked with us. You know, he, he would tell us shit. From Iraq. From Iraq, yeah. And so he would work with us. He would get all our contracting shit. For Can wood. you trust those dudes? At first, I didn't. I'm glad, you, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. At first, I was like, bro, fuck this fool. He tried to shake my hand. I'm like, nah, I'm good, bro, because I, cho- I, I was told, don't shake their hand because they wipe their ass with their hands. Do they? Which is true. Yeah, they do. Oh, <laughs> they do, bro. They don't use, they don't use toilet paper, bro. It's so canine, you're not the only one that does that, <laughs> yeah. sir. Hey, when they go to the restroom, they, they have a little water bottle, and they fucking... Get their hand and they fucking 
That's fucking disgusting, dog. Yeah. I mean, I hate when I wipe my ass after a nasty shit and I get a little shit on my hand, dog. I'm just like, ah, fuck, dog. It's a fucking nasty shit, dog. You know what I mean? And to just do that in, like intentionally to really like, I ain't got no time. Bro, that's nasty, bro. Yeah, yeah that's a, And it's funny because... That is not dirt underneath your fingernail, sir. <laughs> so we're there and Ezekiel's is like, wants to shake my hand, homie. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to shake this fool's hand, bro. He's probably got shit all over his hand. And, and I, I, honestly, I was still kind of on that media shit where I didn't trust him. You yeah. know, media told me that fucking these fools hate us. They want us dead. You know, they, 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 they're the ones that fucking hit September, you know, uh, the towers. You know, fuck them. You know what I mean? But as I went through, this guy used to bring me fucking bread. He used to, his wife used to cook me food, and I wouldn't eat it, and I'd leave it there, bro. What kind of food was it? It was rice and chicken, and it had grapes in it. It, fucking, you wouldn't think it was good, bro. That shit was fucking amazing. Yeah, it sounds like Chinese food or something. It fucking bomb, dog. Sweet. And then, and then the, the, the bread Spices. that they would have is kind of like a pizza bread. Yeah. You know, like a, it kind of, it's kind of like, they don't use spoons. They use they use a, like a big ass fucking piece of bread, like a tortilla. Like a pita bread. Yeah, but it's thinner and it's like more like a pizza, like a like a like pizza a, bread or like something. Like a shit. dough or something. Yeah, like it's, a, it's fucking like big and, and you just eat it like that, you know? Yeah. But this fool used to bring me food, and I would put it to the side, and I would never eat it. Why would he bring you food? Was he bringing everybody food or just you food? Because I worked with him directly. Got you. I was, okay. a, I was a guy that was in charge of watching him. Whenever he was doing business on base, I was the guy that was in charge of watching him. Okay. You, so, were, you were his handler almost. Yeah. So I'd be with the weapon with him, and, and we'd go. And he was, he was somebody because he would bring in the people, and, and he'd bring in the contractors on the base, and then we would fucking, you know, but I'd watch him. And he, I'd have to take him to all these different locations to fucking talk to these different people. And he was actually my interpreter, too, for all the other guys. So me and him, his name was Ezekiel. Um, we established a great relationship, bro, like a, like a good relationship. Trust. We, we, t we talked about life. Yeah, he, I, I trusted him, man. You tr how did you, how did you, when, when, when was the point in time when you realized Instead, at first you said you wouldn't even shake his hand. For one thing, he'd wipe his ass with his hand. Yeah, that's but right. For, but for another thing, just what, like you said, what media uh, planted in our, in our, in you know, in our minds, right? All of our minds. You know what I mean? Um, you know, what, what was the point of time when you said, "Hey, you know what? I trust you. You're my brother. I'm your brother." Like, I think whenever we would go to the front and he would get his workers, he would tell, he would chew their fucking ass for shit. If 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 they moved a certain way without us telling them to move that way, he will fucking get on their ass before we even say anything. Let's go, baby. You know what I mean? Let's go. So, showing you respect. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If if they want to go get in their truck without us telling them to get in their truck, and we're like, hey, he, we wouldn't have to say nothing. He'd be like, get you get in their fucking faces and talk talk shit to them. Because you know? because every move they make on that side, bro, yeah. it could potentially be a threat. Exactly. To you. So your livelihood. So um, one day, Ezekiel didn't show up to work. So we're like, bro, where the fuck is this fool's on work? I mean, this is like five months into it. And we're like, bro, where the fuck is Ezekiel at? You know? And, and this fool's known, you know? Like, we're, he was a good dude. And we're like, man, I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, maybe he, because he would tell me when he'd come in, hey, I'm sorry, I'm late. Uh, you know, they were shooting at me. I'm just like, sometimes I'd be like, mm, maybe this fool's lying, dog, or some shit. You know, he was just running late. Well, he didn't come in for like two weeks, and we're like, "Damn, we're just fool." I started thinking, like, "Man, maybe they did shoot that motherfucker." So, um, I was at the gate where, like, the the, the the main gate, you know, where we search all the vehicles and shit like that. And then they're like, "Hey, Ezekiel's here." I heard because I was working with the army. 
at, the, at that gate. And it was like, Ezekiel's here. I was like, oh, shit. That's my, that's, that's my guy. I, saw, I was excited to see him. I said, bro, where's Ezekiel? There's a fucking fat-ass motherfucker right there, dude, uh, Middle Eastern dude that was sitting right there. I said, I said bro, that's not fucking Ezekiel. And they were like, so I went up to him. I said, hey, bro, who, who, who are you? Oh, and he gave me his little fucking thing, dog, his little pass to get on. I said, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, I know who you are. I said, hold, hold on real, real quick right here. I went, I said, bro, that's not fucking Ezekiel, homie. That dude was trying to get, you know, come on the base. They ended up taking him to another spot where they, where they fucking interviewed him and fucking did his shit. But they came back and told us that, that Ezekiel's dad, they fucking killed his ass. Wow, dog. You know what I mean? So and that dude was trying to infiltrate the fucking uh, yeah the, he was the trying the to barracks. get on there yeah and they do they do little shit like when they go they want to count because they shoot mortars they want to count so they'll, you have to watch them because they'll do steps to different things they, they know where the commander's at and you'll watch them because they'll do steps so they can go back and tell their people how many steps how many steps it is so they'll know how many feet from the last mortar was was to adjust fire you know what I mean Damn. so but anyways so that was that was just. I was just one incident of me fucking in Iraq, you know. Another time was like, um, one of our jobs was to do, um, say, you're, 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 you're fucking Taliban or whatever, and you get shot, but you're still alive. The way that we work, bro, is, it's, it's, I guess it's the right thing to do, but to me, I don't think it's right, is we'll, we'll, we'll offer you support, bro. We'll bring you in and we'll fucking fix you. You'll go to trial and shit like that, but but we won't kill you. We won't fucking put a bullet in your head. So those my guys would watch those guys all day and night. We'd be watching them. We'd have a we'd have a guy there with his rifle in the hospital. They would watch this guy. And wait, wait, real, real quick, let me clarify so I, I can one hundred percent understand this. And I hope I'm not the only one that's not understanding this. You're talking about you're, you're talking about fixing up the enemy. Yes. And so, the, so what you said is something you don't agree with. I, I don't, I don't agree with it, man, because because you, you feel like a bullet needs to be put in their head. That's my my opinion, man. That's my opinion. These fools, these are not guys that we just picked up. These are guys who who we got into firefights with them, and then and then they're down, and then we're we're giving them, you know. And is is, is that? I mean, I don't I don't get that either, bro. It's like it's like fixing up the enemy. Getting them healthy so they can get back on the field and fucking potentially kill us. We, the United States, homie, despite what people say, we play by a different set of rules, dog. I mean, we 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 try to play right. You know what I mean? I'll tell you something that was very discouraging to me, and this is what goes back to media. That day, homie, we lost thirteen of our um, airmen and, and 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 soldiers on a battlefield in Iraq. We were all, they were like, hey, bro, you remember fucking Ruben? Yeah, he, bro, he died. Really? What the fuck? Hey, bro, you remember fucking Javier? Yeah, he was dead, homie. What? So, you know, we're all fucking going to the chow hall. We, we, you know, the TV's playing in there in the chow hall. And what do we see? We see the fucking Heisman Trophy winner. And about how fucking great this kid is because he's a fucking Heisman Trophy winner. And then on a little fucking brief thing there for a millisecond says... 13 um, military men killed in Iraq. And that's it. And, it, it, bro, it was fucking disheartening, bro. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, we're over here fucking doing this shit. And it kind of felt like probably as similar to the way it is in prison, bro. These motherfuckers forgot about us, dog. We're out here fucking, we're out here doing, God, you know, what we, we believe is the right thing to do. And, and you know what? I still believe that it was the right thing to do, you know, despite whatever anybody else says, man, because 
we we take it to them. We don't bring it. We don't let them bring it to us. You know, but it was just it was kind of a fucked up. It, it felt bad, man. I felt bad for that. You know, his family. I mean, those guys' families and shit. You know, during my time there, I was I was an honor guard previously, so I would do the what they call patriot duty, and that patriot duty is where we would put people into the put people into the uh, plane. There's a whole service that goes with it, bro. So you you you, you load them up. I, th- I want to say that they're the last people to get on the plane because they're they're not waiting for nobody. That, that they they put them on there. They're wrapped in American flag, brother. I'll pick up these fucking caskets, dog, and these motherfuckers. I mean, rest in peace, man. But these these brothers and sisters, man, they, it would be way this about a can. Some some of these things. That means they didn't have nothing in there. You know what I mean? And then whenever we put them down, they, the, there's a passion that it says about them. Here lies. Jay Smith survived by his wife and six month old fucking daughter, you know? And I'm just like, bro, I got a fucking daughter at home waiting for me, you know? Here here lies Javier Jaramillo, um uh twenty years old, survived by his wife and and his uh twelve you know, twelve month you know, ten month old kid. You know, and it's like, oh dude, this shit was fucking that was the hardest part of the whole thing is putting these caskets in and sending them home and then seeing on the TV that it was like Life was just going. It was like nothing. Life was just everybody else was going on. Damn, dog, that shit is just heartbreaking, brother, to hear, dog. Especially coming from someone hearing it directly from someone that was there, bro. Yeah. But back to what you said about lifting up these caskets, bro. And you said it felt nothing but lifting up this right here. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. And, and was that due to just them having a limb of them left? Bro, I couldn't tell you what was inside of them, bro. But I, I can tell you that now some of those were light, dog. I mean, like you pick, you know, we go to pick them up, and we're like, bro, is, this, is there even somebody in here? Well, you know and what I mean? kind of what kind of emotions runs through you when you're doing this, bro? It, Knowing that potentially that this was a brother that was fighting that you knew was fighting alongside you, that's on your team, uh, 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 someone that could potentially would have might have been you. In regards to the circumstantial circumstances, right? You know what I mean? Like, what what's emotions is running through you? Do you get emotional? I mean, fuck. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, homie. I mean, I think anybody who's anybody. And how does that? I mean, is is that something common, bro? I mean, I, that's human nature, which is common. But in, in 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 that environment, is it frowned upon if they see a soldier picking up caskets and they're emotional? Or is no, that I don't think. No, definitely not, man. I think that's that's showing love and respect, bro. Because those are all. I mean, those are us, bro. I mean, you know what I mean, I mean, we we on the streets. You know, it's it's divided, homie. You know, in the prison, it's divided, homie. But we're in war. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck what color skin you are, homie. I need to know that you're gonna be there for me when I need you. I need to know if you're good at your fucking job. I need to know if you're good at what you do, what the government fucking pays you to do. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck about what you, what, where you come from. And I think that, that that was, for me, that was a good thing. I mean, you know, whenever I was burying these, of course, you know, when I, I would hear a guy who was a Latino with, with a kid, it, it hit home to me, but not any more than the white dude that fucking lost his kid. You know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. I mean, when it comes to a battlefield and shit and you're all on the same team, it doesn't matter what color you That's are. That's right. Bro. You got the same uniform on, you're representing the same, uh, uh, you know, entity, right? You know what I mean? The same uh, 
objective of what you're out there for. You know, I mean, that's to have each other's back. It's a team member. You know, what I mean, I get that. There, there was a, a, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, I mean, like one time, you know, we're working at the front gate, and then this, they they bring this girl, and sometimes they'll bring a person with you, and they'll even have a kid on them, bro, and they'll blow the fuck, blow them the fuck up in front of you and kill you, everybody around you. So they were bringing this fucking this girl, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't fucking bring her over here, like fucking like. And I know it sounds fucked up. People who are gonna be like, "Well, this fuck? There's a little girl, bro. You don't know what the fuck these fools are doing." Yeah, so it can, like, it can bro, be a smoke screen. It, exactly, bro. And they'll blow up the little girl and they'll blow up themselves because they they look at it like they're gonna go to heaven. So to me, they're fucking bringing this little girl and I have my rifle. I'm like, bro, get the fuck away from me because I'm gonna fucking shoot you, you know. And then I have my interpreter there. It's like, hey, hey. So they stop. They open up the the the, the wrap, and this little girl had a 50 millimeter round. That went through like three walls and it fucking hit her and went through her. And she was still alive, bro, not crying, not nothing. And she was looking at me, bro, and I was looking at my, thinking to myself, like, bro, she was not that much older than my daughter. And I, bro, it's just like war is fucking crazy like that. I mean, like, it's just, it's crazy, homie. Like, even when I was talking about the, 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 the hospital, you know, I go check on my guys in there, make sure they're not fucking sleeping, make sure they have water, they have food. I go to the hospital and, and, and Alice Anaconda is the, the hub for the war zone. So anybody that gets hurt, the hospital is right there. Anybody that gets hurt in, in conflict, in, in conflict, you know, it's 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 right there. That's where they take them to. So, um, there, I went and checked on my guys one time. These motherfuckers, they bombed these dudes. I'm looking at them, bro, fucking screaming on me like, burnt to shit, like a movie. You know what I mean? And I'm like looking at these fools, like, what the fuck are these? And I can still smell that smell to my fucking t today. And they're fucking screaming. I couldn't tell you if they're American. I couldn't tell you if they're fucking, if they're from Iraq. I, I, I don't know where the fuck they were from, bro. They were that fucking burnt up. Still alive and still fucking burning, dude. And I can still smell that shit. And so it's just like, I know it's necessary. You know, I, I, I maybe it isn't, you know what I mean? But I guess I tell myself that it's, it's, it's necessary because if not, you fucking will never sleep again. You know what I mean? But... It's it, it was it was a good and, and, and bad experience, you know what I mean? It was it was good. I'm thankful for it. I'm I'm thankful for my time out there. But it was it was you know, it was, it was a trip, you know what I mean? To what, see some what, of the shit. What 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 was the good that you took out of that? Yeah, I'm here to talk to you today about it. Yeah, you survived it. I survived it. You know what I mean? I, I mean it's made you a better man in life. It made me see things. Remember I told you when I grew up in my neighborhood, I just seen my road. I just seen my, my street. Yeah. I didn't see other streets. Yeah. Now I see the, I mean, I, the Air Force took me around the world. And I, I don't want people to get discouraged because they're like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to fucking see people dead and fucking burning and shit like that. You know, I'm a rare case and I volunteer for the shit. But I'm saying that you can be, have a great military career, bro. Never even, there's, I know fools are never even fucking deployed, you know. And, and um, so, don't, so don't take that, like, when you're thinking about joining, you know, the service. You know what I mean? But I, I do have one more story about Iraq, bro. And it's a little bit better. You know, it's a little bit lighter. But uh, so when we were leaving, they were like, hey, your replacement's here. That's the best thing you want to hear, homie. You know, in prison, what was, what was the term that they told you that the best news you want to hear? Parole date. Parole date. You got your parole date. Yeah. So you're waiting there, bro. I, I'm fucking waiting to go home, man. My replacement is there, dog. They're fucking on the ground. So I was like, fuck, yeah. And they're like, my boss calls me and he's like, hey, uh, what do you think about staying here on another tour? And, and how much is a tour? Eight, for us, it's eight months. Eight months, go ahead. So I was like, I don't think about it. I, I'm like, nah, are you fucking with me? He's like, nah. He's like, 
hey bro, you know this this girl, and I know I know I'm gonna lose a lot of clout right now, but they're like this female, she has kids home, and she doesn't want to be here. She wants to go back home. I'm like, she just fucking got here, and they're just like, well, you might have to stay. And I'm just like, fuck this. She's my language. Fuck this bitch, dude. You know, I want fucking, like, I'm fucking pissed. Like, I did my fucking time here. Fucking pissed. That night, I go to the fucking rec tent. And this you, is you how. Wait, you go to the where? Rec tent. Rec tent, like the recreational fucking okay. where they have, like, ping pong and shit like that. Okay, okay. So, I'm fucking pissed, dog. And this fool comes in. These Marines come in. They fucking throw their weapons on the table. I'm already fucking pissed, dog. And I look at these fools. I'm like, bro, fuck these fools already. I just like, fuck the world, really. Yeah. They come in. I wasn't playing pool. I wasn't playing shit, you know, and I was just sitting on the couch fucking disgruntled. I didn't got laid in forever. I might have to stay here for fucking ever. Like, my testosterone's at a fucking all-time high. They come in, and, and they're like, we got next. I was like, man, fuck that. And then, you know, the Air Force dudes are just like, oh, yeah, you guys can play next. And they're fucking kind of stroking their ego like, oh, where are you guys coming from? You know, and all this other shit. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're fucking coming from here and there. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I mean, I, I got next. And then and then the dude's like, who who are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking me, homie, you know? And they're like, well, we're Marines. I said, I don't give a fuck. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for the Air Force, but I'll speak for myself, homie. Like, I got fucking next. And I, bro, I'm not telling you this because, or I wasn't telling them because I thought I would whoop their ass. I wanted my ass whooped. I needed something, homie, because I need to get rid of this fucking anger that I have in me because this fucking chick came here and she doesn't want to let me go home. So this is really where I knew the difference between the Air Force and the Marines were, dog. And no disrespect to my brothers, man, in the, in the Air Force. We do what we do, bro, and you know what we do. But we, can, we can't compare to this shit. I was sticking up for some of the, some of the other uh, Air Force dudes. We go outside. Of course... The loudest motherfucker was some little fucking dude, <laughs> some little Chicano dude from fucking, I don't know where the some fuck he was from. Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> little little Joe Pesci. He needed yeah. Snickers, dog. Yeah, this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> little Mike Tyson. Yeah, he was the littlest motherfucker, and I was like, oh, hell no, this motherfucker. Hey, no disrespect, Ruben. I'm not saying nothing bad on me. I call Ruben Little hey, Mike. So, some of the hardest motherfuckers I've been hit by was some little dudes, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know, man. I watched but, Ruben in action the other day, dog, yeah. a little while back. He's so, a bad motherfucker. That's right. So I was just like, man, fuck this. Like, I didn't give a f I, I didn't care if I got my ass whipped. But I went outside. I said, you know what, homie? We can, I'm not going to talk to you in here because there's a lot of real estate. There, there's generators out there that power the, the shit. Nobody, we can fucking yell back there. We can, we can back. Nobody's going to hear us, dog. Like, we can, we can do it in here. They're going to break it up. Let's go outside. We went around the corner to the generator. Little Joe Pesci motherfucker, as you refer to him, <laughs> he was like, Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, you know, I'm like, bro, like, come on, motherfucker, fuck it, and, and all his, all his homies were talking shit, like, bitch-ass fucking Air Force bitches, what's up, and they all came with them, bro, every single one of them left and came out with them. Where are your Air Force homies at? <laughs> hate to hear that. Yeah. Hey, hey. all of a sudden had to work on a helicopter or something. Huh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, hate that shit. So, <laughs> there was, they had, they had their sergeant with them, and the sergeant was ready to bangle me, too. Yeah. They were all ready to bang with me. And me and this dude were about to get into it where I pushed him and then the sergeant came and fucking grabbed me and then they fucking grabbed each other and then fucking bit everybody up. And then and then the, uh, the sergeant was like, bro, like chill. Like 
you don't want to fucking get in trouble. We don't want to get in trouble, bro. Like, you pissed me off, but, like, at least, like, where are your brothers at? You were sticking up for these motherfuckers, and they're not even here with you. And then, so I was just like, man, you're right, you know? Like, fuck it. Like, at that moment, I just was like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to go back inside or whatever. I went inside, and these fucking Air Force dudes were like, bro, what are you doing? Why, Why are you out here fighting? And I'm just like... You bitch ass motherfucker! Like, you know what? You guys play fucking pool. Fuck these dudes. You know what I mean? But, but that's the difference. That's something that I really admire about the Marine Corps, bro. The Marines will see each other and they'll fucking talk to you, bro. Like if they they're your brother, homie. And and I wish I wish the Air Force had that. We don't have that. It's like your Air Force. Oh fuck! All right, whatever. You know, I don't want to hear about your fucking what plane you worked or what fucking. You know what I mean? I want to hear about like. I'll opt more often than not. I'll probably just be like, "All right, this dude's Air Force, like, cool, you know, and move on." But the Air, the Marine brothers, those fools are tight. And and why would you? What is your interpretation of that, bro? Why? What is the difference, bro? The the difference. And why is the difference? Like, yeah, what's the difference? Why is the difference? Now, I don't mean to speak for my Marine brothers. This is an outsider looking in. Marines are taught that you're fucking invisible. They're taught that you're fucking invisible. As long as you have your rifle and you have your brother next to you, you, you that's it. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Air Force, we do what we do. Now, I'm not going to downplay the Air Force. I mean, we're the only motherfuckers that drop nuclear weapons in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So we <laughs> need the Marines need you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? Because when they when they in a jam, who are they calling for? That's They're right. They calling for the Air Force to come That's through right. and drop That's some right. motherfucking bombs. That's baby. right. So we 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 earn our clout a different way. You know what I mean? So, but the Marines have that. They embrace the gruntness. They embrace that shit. Like, bro, I want to fucking be in a in the shit. I want to be in the worst fucking place. And, and I, like they tip like when we go places, they'll be like. Ah, uh, Air Force, you guys are fucking in a hotel and a fucking in in a in a fucking resort, and we're out here sleeping in tents. And I'm just like, bro, you're fucking, <laughs> you're bragging about that shit. You know what I mean? Why would you brag about you're sleeping in a fucking tent and we're sleeping? I'd be like pissed about it. You know what I mean? Well, but, it's like but, the streets, bro. It's like the streets. The streets are it's similar. Like the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. There's levels. There's levels to yeah, the shit. There's levels but to the me, shit. I'm like, homie, I don't want to sleep in a fucking tent. I want to sleep in a fucking hotel room. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the Marines. They embrace this shit. They love it. You know what I mean? Shout out to all our Marine, Marine brothers out there doing what they do. You know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. So, um, going back to the female. We, we fucking, I, that, that shit happened. I go out. I'm like, what, how can I convince this fucking girl to stay here? I, I know there's a spot where we burn trash that it has a tower there. You know, you got to open it up. You go inside of it. It's like a tunnel. You climb the ladder on the top. There's a latch that's fucking steel. You open that up, and then you can go up to the top. So I was like, "There's no, there's. It's always chill, bro. You can see people working there. You can kind of see the the town there, you know." So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna take her there, and just kind of let's show her, like, hey, man, it's peaceful. It's like good. Like I'm basically I'm lying to fucking her. So you know exactly who she is now. Yeah, I know who she is. You know who and she's she riding is. with me. I'm just like, girl, it, it's cool. It's not all bad, you know." They have a, they, 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 like, I was, like, trying to sell her, like, the, the, the chow hall's good, you know. I didn't tell her about Ramadan, because, hey, motherfuckers in, in the military know when it's Ramadan, it's, you think it's happy hour now with, with, with bombs? Ramadan, they're making that motherfucker rain, dog. 
Real shit. Yeah, Ramad- during Ramadan, those motherfuckers don't eat. No disrespect, not motherfuckers, but the you know they don't eat. Muslim brothers. My Muslim brothers, they don't eat. Yeah. So they're fucking disgruntled, and so they're fucking making that shit rain. I mean, Ramadan is just you, you don't sleep. You, you know, it's a time for war. For it's them. a time for war. You know, I was telling my homeboy the other day about this. The people that have been there for forever during Ramadan specifically. Whenever they you hear the, the 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 intercom incoming 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 the food that's been there forever don't even get on the floor no more bro we're just like Lord take me fuck I'm I'm tired of jumping on the floor dog I'm tired of jumping I ain't jumping bro today today we're having fucking chili mac and I ain't not spilling my fucking chili mac on the floor fuck because no. because of fucking bomb you know what I mean yeah like I'm a fucking I'm gonna die happily <laughs> with some die. chili mac that's in my right. motherfucking gut homie hey and that was something man chili mac bro is always on point man in the military I don't know why bro I love that dish man that was my favorite shit but uh <laughs> but so we went I took her to this to this tower and then so I was like yeah you know this is this is nice and she was like yeah you know and I'm like bro why don't you want to stay here you know and she was like, well, because, you know, my family back home, I had to leave them with, with, with my neighbor and all this other shit. And I was like, kind of felt bad for her, but I was like, man, I got to get home to my fucking family, you know? So we're looking out, and then I fucking hear like, like that's the way the fucking rocket sound, like, fucking go by. And I, I was like, bro, what the fuck? And then hear it pop, boom. And she was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, uh, let's get down. And it's not like, just get down, bro. You have to fucking open this big ass fucking steel thing to, to whatever, you know, get, and then you start coming, coming, and so she's crying and I'm like fucking trying to call it in. And I was like, bro, I'm fucked. Like, I'm gonna be here forever. I'm, not, I'm gonna die here. Yeah, she's going home. Yeah, she's going home. Yeah. So thank, thank the Lord, I, I still got to go home. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I think I had to stay like maybe like a week longer until they sent somebody else up there, but but they sent a replacement for me. What but. determines a replacement for you, bro? The end of your tour, everybody gets a replacement? Everybody gets a replacement, yeah. Yeah. You have a scheduled date. A no, they date. don't tell you. They don't tell you your scheduled date because for that reason, in case something pops off, they don't want to tell you. They don't really tell you until your replacement gets there. So we're always like, whenever somebody says, hey, my replacement got here, you're like, Fuck man, this fool got pro. <laughs> like yeah. he, he made it. Yeah. He made it to the finish line, bro. You know, so you see some of the homies dipping, you see new faces, and you're like, damn, bro, this sucks. You know, like I'm still fucking here. You know, so, but that that was that was like that was like the 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 highlight I would say of my fucking Air Force career, bro. And it, it didn't help. Watch, I fucking left. You know, I come home. I was in fucking Albuquerque, dog, and. And I was flying. I had to take a little private plane to Cannon Air Force Base because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And they didn't let us take our weapons. Like, remember the lady was giving... Oh, you weren't there. But, like, the lady was giving me such a hard time. Rest in peace, my big brother was, like, pissed at her, like, talking shit to her. Like, bitch, I'll blow this motherfucker up. You know, I'm like, bro, please. Like, I want to just get home, you know? Yeah. So they put us on this little fucking plane, dog. And this fucking plane was, like... It's a civilian plane. This fucking plane was, like... Falling out of the sky, I swear the motors were turning off, and then we were like, you know, fucking come, and then we were, and then so I'm like, bro, I'm gonna die here. I just came from combat, and I'm gonna die here, fucking driving back, you know, flying back to fucking New Mexico, you know. But luckily, I made it good, man. I mean, the most awkward thing I would I would say is when I made it back, my pops, shout out to my dad. He was telling my daughter like, hey, you're gonna come home with me, cause my dad was trying to get me laid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so my dad was like, 
he was like, hey, you uh, was. Was good he was like, right you're gonna come home with me, and I was like, bro, pops, you know, you're like you know what it is, like, bro, I fucking love you, you know. He was like, yeah, Tom, and my daughter's like, well, I'm gonna go with them, you know, and I was like, I'll, I'll see you in the morning, you know what I mean. And and I felt bad. I, I I felt fucked up because I wanted to see my daughter. I did see her. I I spent like we you know. I think we went out to eat, and then but I was trying to get laid, homie. Like I yeah. I need to get that fucking off my chest, bro. Yeah, like, I like, uh, you know. I think it was the best twenty fucking seconds of my wife's life. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I told her. I told her. I said, this first one, please don't count against me, bro. I just need to get this shit off my chest. You know what I mean? You know. But 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 it was it was awesome, man. But. But that was that was the end of that, man. You know, that was the end of that fucking tour. You know what I mean? Wow. What a fucking amazing story, bro. This is probably one of my favorite podcasts, dog. Yeah, I yeah. mean, stories like this, dog. Nah, I appreciate you, my boy. Fucking unbelievable, dog. You know what I mean? So so you I mean, when it comes to to the homies that are serving, everybody that's serving, bro. I mean, is it worth it? I mean, does the government take care of you guys? I mean, what what kind of money are you making, bro? Oh, man, I don't want to tell you, bro, because you motherfuckers come around my spot. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I, w I will tell you like this, bro. I believe this. You you do what you're supposed to do, bro, and God's gonna bless you. God's gonna bless you, bro. And and, and I will tell you that I'm not rich at all, but God blesses me, homie. If I don't have to work, I don't have to work. Then why do we have so many veterans, bro, that are on the streets, homeless? Uh, I mean. Addicted to drugs, alcoholism. I mean, is it due to the to the, the 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 faces of war, bro? I mean, what what would what would be your, uh, you know, what do you think about that? What would be your perspective on that? So I don't know specifically who you're talking about because everybody has their own story. I don't know if this guy fell into drugs or he fell into alcohol, which I can definitely understand, because, you know, people don't really talk about mental health. You know what I mean? But I went and so, and, and sought out mental health. You know what I mean? For shit that I've been through. You know what I mean? And, and and it helps me cope with it, you know, and, and it helps me understand what I'm thinking, you know. And maybe every case is different, but maybe these individuals haven't sought, sought that help out. I know it's available through the VA. Um, or maybe they got addicted to, to, to alcohol. But I will say this, there's there is something that I don't understand, man, and that, that maybe some of our viewers out here might might be able to understand or, or be able to, to elaborate on or whatever the case is. Or shoot shoot me an email or whatever. But we're a, a you know boxer from SLF. You know send me a DM. But there's veterans, homie, that are getting deployed. I mean not deployed, deported. Fools that have fought for this fucking country, bro. That have gotten to fucking deported, bro. And I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. You know these motherfuckers willing to die for this shit for this country, bro. And um, they're deported. They deport them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't understand it. I'm not going to speak on it because I don't understand it. I don't know why. I don't know how. But but how is this happening? So does besides that, and that is 100% wrong, bro. You know what I mean? I don't get that either. Um, hold on. Preston's got a question for you, and I'll let Preston ask you the question in a minute, dog. He just texted to me. Okay. Um, but rather than those fucked up situations like that, Dude that fights for the fucking country and gets fucking deported. I mean, god damn it, dog. You got the game fucked up, dog. You know what I mean? That shit is horrible, bro. But does the government take care of our veterans or our 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 military that have served and got an honorably discharge, right? I can't speak for everybody, bro. I can speak only for myself and I can tell you that the government takes care of me. There it is there, baby. Uh, the VA the VA has been awesome to me, bro. Like 
I know that there's room for, for improvement. You know what I mean? I, I got my frustrations. You know, you try to call them and they fucking put you on a, on a hold and they, they take forever to get back to you, bro. But, you know, whenever they do, I mean, I got a phone call shit, probably once every six months to check up on me, to make check up on my mental health, see how I'm doing. Um, you know, is that enough? I don't know. It's enough for me. You know what I mean? It's so, enough for you. Exactly, dog. You know, bro, uh, just on this note right now, dog, would you like to take a shot of tequila, dog? I'm down, homie. Let's take a shot of tequila for the for the homie right here. His service. I mean, God damn it, dog. This has been an amazing story. We're not even done yet. That's right. That's We're right. not even done yet, baby. We just talking about a certain part of his life. We gonna get into all kinds of other shit. You know what I mean? You guys, you, man, this is a blockbuster motherfucking Saturday, baby. HBO can't compete, doggy. You know what I mean? Netflix, get the that's fuck right. out. Make some room for Hoodstocks because we, we got Boxer uh, right here in the building right now, doggy. You know what I mean? Uh, Sergeant Segura is in the building, baby. You know what I mean? Retired Air Force, dog. I mean, this is amazing. And I see you guys calling. You guys are blowing me up already, but you guys need to take it easy. Take it easy, and we will open up the phone line, and you guys can hit homie with whatever you want to hit him with. Keep it respectful, dog. You know what I mean? I know you, there's a lot of questions, but let's 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 take a shot. And I want you guys to, if you guys, matter of fact, if you guys appreciate and want to thank him for his service and the freedom that we live right now, because I'll tell you like this, a lot of people are saying, oh, freedom, blah, 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 whoop, whoop, and this and that. Well, go move to another motherfucking country and compare that to That's this, right. dog. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be a whole different motherfucking story. I guarantee you that, dog. We are fucking spoiled out here. Why? Because we have gentlemen like this man right here going and, and you know what I mean, giving us... You know, our luxury, dog. That's the, that's the truth, bro. You know what I mean? And I don't give a fuck, dog. You know what I mean? Uh, what's behind war, this, that, whatever the fuck, dog. Whatever it is, dog, we, it, it get, we are living in a country, dog, where we can, you know what I mean? We can, we can be the best person we can be in people. There's people all around the world trying to get to this country to get a piece of this American pie, American dream, whatever you want to call it, dog. You know what I mean? And I know nothing's perfect, bro. But this right here. That's right. Let's get everybody a shot right here. Let's get everybody a shot. Hey, this goes to box right here, doggy. Right, my boy. Thank, Thank you, brother. You so much, man. Salute. Thank you, brother. Much love. This brother. goes to box right here. We love you, baby. Thank you so Thank much, you, dog, boy. for your service, dog. Wait, was this was this Jack? What was this? Why didn't you do the tequila, fool? You said the Jack. I said tequila, dog. Yeah, you killed all of this. Should have done the tequila, dog. I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyways, we just took a shot of something we've been drinking. Bambi, I see you, girl. I love you, baby. Bambi right there. Um, check it out. Let's do this right now. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get to the second half of this podcast. That's you good right. with that, dog? Um, Let's take a quick break Thank right you. now, everybody, and we're going to get to the second half. We're going to get my boy Ruben over here on the motherfucking guest seat. And we will be back. Like, subscribe, like, subscribe. That gets our channel moving right here. Hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscription, baby. And let's go. Quick break. I gotta take a leak. And we got we're gonna move on to the next chapter of Boxer's Life, baby. You know what I mean? Not all the time do we get to have a, a, a sergeant, a veteran right here. I mean, this dude is a is is the head 
of a fucking lowrider club, bro. We, I think uh, is it time that we get into the lowrider scene? About time. Is, is that what we have on your our notes right well, now? I, I got a couple of things about Korea. You know, we got. Oh, we gonna talk about Korea? Oh shit! We still gotta go to Korea, baby. We gotta go to Korea still, dog. You guys ready for Korea? If you guys are ready to hear some fucking war stories from fucking Korea, light that shit up with flame emojis right, right now, dog. Right. You guys want to hear about going out in Korea? That's right. I mean, shit, dog. You know what I mean? I like, I like. Uh, what do I like about Korea, dog? I like Korean the, barbecue. Yeah, kimchi. Yeah, kimchi, dog. I like. That's the only thing I know about Korea, soju? dog. Soju? You don't know about soju, dog? I know about the kimchi and all that other motherfucking. <laughs> where you go to the motherfucking <laughs> restaurant and you cook the shit right there in the middle and hey, shit, I'll dog. And everybody's you ain't, happy. You ain't ever partied, homie, unless you've been in fucking Korea, dog. I'll tell you that right now, bro. You, you got Vegas some party ain't got shit on. No, Vegas bro. ain't got shit. Look at the emojis, baby. Look at that shit, box. Right. That's right. Look at that That's shit right. up. That's everybody Much showing love their respect, love and respect man. to Much you, love baby. And respect, man. That's it. Thank hey, you. so then we're gonna take a quick break, a piss break. You know what I mean? You guys go fill up your motherfucking cups, run to the liquor store, get yourself the King Cobra or whatever the motherfuck you drink, you know what I mean? And we are going to go next on Korea, baby. Korea's next. Let's go, dog. Quick break. Let the ceremony begin. Countless battles, I walk with no shadow. Yeah. Desert in sandal, the ghost with the candle. Woo. King of all crowns, rip the rattle off serpents. Blood, I thirst, says I am the worst. Ah. Follow your footsteps, you have no footprint. I am the surface, you worthless purpose. The moon, the stars, I'm connected to darkness. Heads of marksmen, I've hunted the farthest. Village of troops, Molotov the roof. Black Sunday service with Holocaust roots. Homo Kabbalah, black magic and balas. These AKs and hollows will leave you forgotten. Woo. It's bottomless season, you look. Looking for me, Mussolini, Godavi, the world cannot stop me. I'm legend, remember me? If this since birth, you were delivered in a hearse. Your mother and your father trade your soul for a curse. I'm a soldier, coming at you like a locomotive. Woo! Never knew I navigate the culture. Woo! Servants at the tabernacle potions. The devil made my father, little spirit set beside me. My mother was a slave to three witches on the island. Ever cheat death? Uh. Ever wake up and can't catch one breath? <laughs> Master of obstacles, the Nostradamus. I structure the continent, the director of operas. I swing my arms, I move the seas, I change the weather, 500 degrees. The god of chaos, I shed no pity. Come over for the chaos. Hey, kitty, kitty. The ruler of your conscience, yeah. In your head, I'm a monster. Uh. Take control of all your options, yeah. There's no way you gonna stop this. Uh -uh. The ruler of your conscience, yeah. Yeah. Where you gonna stop it? Ah, yeah. Don Pablo, master ceremonial. Godfather, read the word on me. In other words, we're bosses and foreigners. Ah. Superintendents, chief of command. Take a damn good sniff for that white shit. White girl wasted on that like a white bitch. Fucking with you, dog. I ain't racist. Uh, Put a bandana on my head and make me rich. Chuck Taylor's big bag of bomb bitch. Yeah. You rode around the hood, no good, nameless. Uh, my ancestors built 
this, we are ancient. LA, I bleed blue to the plane head. All pilots are lit fit for crash landing. Stove top stays hot, no break glassing. No wrong, red rum crushing your ass. I organize hits in orderly fashion. Like Thor, my hammer hits, the floor's crashing. The damage I do leave your crew dismantled. This me, I don't give a fuck, I'm an asshole. I've learned to embrace it, the king is standing. Just curving cases till shit changes. I'ma keep doing dirt till I get paper. If there's a million over there, I'ma learn the Saturday. That's how we do it right here at Hoodstocks. The realest, the rawest motherfucking in- interviews ever, dog. Don't play with it, dog. Hit that like. Hit that motherfucking subscribe. Let them know we here, baby. Don't play no motherfucking games, dog. You know what I mean? So, box. You think we yeah, get that on? We got this wavy bar right here, dog. We got the wavy bar right here, dog. Yeah, we about to get into some Korean. I already see. I already see shit on that. I don't need. A, I don't need that. Okay, but I know someone that does need it. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. bro, if this motherfucker is biting his tongue, homie, he's gonna. Be, you can be stuck with him. No, nah, he's good, dog. This is gonna fucking take him to a whole another <laughs> level. Yeah, get over there, right there, Rube. Hold on, but you gotta bite this though first, dog. Bite a bite a, a quarter of that. Bite a quarter of that, dog. Eat that bitch. Quarter. Quarter or half? Bite half, and then give me the other half. Oh, this one, he's he's done. Oh, I have a whole thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you forgot? He's he's little, homie. You just gave him half that shit. K-9, you want some of this shit, though? Wavy? Any of you doing wavy tonight? Oh, if Ken don't want it, maybe they can guess what I want. Give that little quarter to K-9. Really, K-9? What's that you got right there, homie? What's that? What's that? A little wavy? Little yeah, it's wavy bar. It's, it's uh, I believe it, it has uh, some psychedelics in it, dog. Oh, okay. That's psychedelics in it, dog. Hey, you deploy and you get that shit for free. Real shit? No, I'm just playing. Oh, I was going to say, damn, dog, shit. I'm deploy right now, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Ruben, go ahead and put those. Put those uh, so I want to give a big shout out to my boy. Go ahead, that's put right. those headphones right. on. I want to give a big shout out. To my boy Ruben, this is the best. This is my. This is this was my boss. Solid. This is my 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 foreman. I was out there in the motherfucking battlefield of the motherfucking desert with this man right here, dog. The real desert. Everybody, give it up for Ruben Silva, doggy. Let's go, doggy. Hey, what up, doggy? Oh, hold on. Let me just let me go ahead. What up, dog? How you doing, brother? Pleasure to be here, man. Thanks Absol- for having me. Absolutely, dog. You family, dog. You got stocks right here at Hoodstocks, dog. And we, right. we we know why. We wouldn't got to put that out. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, brother? Chilling, man. Chilling. You know, kicking it right here with you guys. Big shout out to Lucky and Boxer. Absolutely, you know? dog. You got some shout outs? What do you want to? What do you want to do, baby? You know what? For you know, first and foremost, I want to shout out my lady. Oh you know? damn. You know, what I mean, she's out in uh, Cancun right now doing her thing. Oh shit! Vacay. Sure, you want to give her a shout out right now? <laughs> Wait till she gets back and see what kind of condition she gets back. <laughs> uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to them four forty boys back at, you know, back home and shit. Absolutely. Uh, a, sh- a shout out to uh, you know, fucking the homeboy Jacob from Oceanside. You have Oceanside in the building right now. Seven six zero stand up. 
you know, definitely to uh, Hypnotic and uh, Giro de Familia, you know. Hey, hey, uh, you see the homie, somebody right there put, she's with Sancho. Damn, Ruben. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. It's all good. You know, yeah, you know, just, you know, a couple shout outs to Jesse, JP, all the homies back home and shit, dog, you know. Absolutely, brother. Hell yeah. Yeah, dog. Well, thank you so much, dog, for putting this together thank right Thank you, here, my dog. boy. Yeah, shout absolutely, dog. This is what it's all about, collaborations, dog. You know I mean, of great minds, dog, coming together, dog, and making shit happen, dog. Look at that chain right there, dog. I, I, what you I got on that chain, that. baby? Look at that chain. What you got on that chain right there, baby? That hey, it's on is... the backside, though. The backside is dope. Oh, you can't see. You can't see. Oh, okay. That's and you got to show the ring, baby. too. You got to show the ring. <laughs> Lost out the game, baby. Union money. Yeah, we just, hey, we just, uh, so you just hit the wavy bar for the first time, dog. I've been telling you about it. And you know what, dog? You're going to have the best night of sleep tonight. And tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up with the world off your motherfucking shoulders, dog. You know what I mean? In other words, whatever your girl did in Cancun, homie, you're going to forget about that shit. It's really not going to bother you, dog. You know what I mean? You know, you're going to be okay, dog. This is going to help you get through that situation. I have been looking forward to the wavy bar, though, dog. Because you talked it up so much at work, I'm like, damn. Fool, you were scared as fuck on the way over here, dog. You were like, this fool wants to give me a wavy bar, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, stop it. Here hey, we Rube, we love you, baby. Likewise. That's thank, right. and, thank That's you, and thank you for sitting in the podcast with us today, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it's, that, It's dog. all love, dog. You know what to do, baby. Ruben is out of SD, dog. He is a foreman, dog. Um, this boy is uh, just a really uh, good, genuine fucking dude, dog. And he's been a good boss to me, dog. I've been working underneath him, dog, and he's been a really good boss, dog. And um, nothing more than you can appreciate when you're out there in the slave trade, dog, to have somebody that's above you. I mean, this dude is just like, dog, you guys take a break, dog. It's fucking hot as fuck out here, dog. You know what I mean? Go in the cooling shack and cool the fuck off, dog. And you got some other slave driving motherfucking bosses, bro, that, that, that don't act like the way this dude acts, dog. You know what I mean? That's right. And, and they're just going to run you, dog, until you fucking have a heat stroke, dog, and you flopping like a motherfucking <laughs> fish in the middle of the motherfucking desert. Not this dude right here, dog. Not this dude right here, dog. This dude bought shrimp cocktails for the whole crew. I mean, this boy right here is a G, and if anyone ever has the privilege to work with him at a 440, uh, IBW Local 440 or any part of your local, you know what I mean? You, you you will always talk big about this dude right here. I love this dude right here, and I appreciate you so much. Bro. Hey, you see, you see uh, Sandra, Sandra's on there, bro. She's That's my baby. You see that? <laughs> hey, she's tapping in live right now. That's right. That's oh, is that beach. right? Is that is that wifey? Yeah, hey, he had a smile the whole time, homie. That yeah. was it. <laughs> well, he said, shout out to my baby, wifey, right. girl. You better be good out there. You know what I mean? Don't be fucking around. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Stay away from the Bill Cosby fools out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bill Cosby, real, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> that motherfucker's like, hey, what was what, what was Bill Cosby? How did he used to do? Like, what was it sounding to do? Fucking pudding pop. I mean, what was it, dog? <laughs> what, what, what was the, he used to always make a sound or a laugh or something. It was a laugh. It was a laugh? Uh, you don't know? Well, that's good, dog. I mean, because we ain't got no. Bill I think he used to make it a face, homie. I don't know if it was a, a thing. Remember, he used to make it a little. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He'd make that little face and shit, dog. Yeah, shout out to my boy Rube right here, dog. That's right. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show, brother. Thank, Thank you for Thank making you. this shit happen, dog. And uh, let's get back to Boxer. And he's getting ready to talk about Korea, dog. Korea. Let's go, let's doggy. Do let's oh, go. Man. Boxer's back, baby. Boxer's back, baby. He's back. Would, did you need a water? Would you need another beer, dog? You know what? I, I think uh, it's time for my prospect to uh, 
hook it up with another drink, maybe. You need yeah. another drink? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dog. I mean, I don't like to call them prospects. I like to call him the homies. But is he your prospect? No, nah, he's not my prospect. He's my brother. <laughs> he's my brother, bro. Maybe one day he might be able to work it up to this fucking store. You know, bro, he's he's me, he's been such a good boss to me, dog, on the on the on the fucking work field, dog, that like no matter wherever I'm at, dog, I will always treat him the same that I treated him on the work That's job, right. dog. Because he treated me fucking right, dog. You know what I mean? And and you know, the 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 true testament and the true character of one man is when you put him in the power of position. You put him in a powerful position, position power. and you see the position of power, and you see if he changes, if he changes from the person that he was before that. And that is the true testament. Y'all take another one, K9. Shout out to my prospect, K9. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's my G right there. No, nah, right. you know what, dog? Here, yeah, I'll take it. You know, hey, that motherfucker got some badass shorts, dog. I'm gonna have to fucking cop those. Bro. That ain't nothing, dog. You should see his fucking G string he's got underneath that shit, dog. That shit is a bright red G string, dog. You know what I mean? San Francisco Giants G string, <laughs> dog. <laughs> he got Dodger shorts on with a San Francisco Giant G string. As he should, as he should. <laughs> and he got the Dookie braids. Shout out to my boy, K9. I, this, this podcast ain't shit without K9. This podcast ain't shit without motherfucking Preston. This podcast ain't shit without the homies that I got around us, dog. You know what I mean? You know, some last, some don't, dog. It's just the name of the game, dog. You gotta, you gotta pull your weight, dog. And when you don't pull your motherfucking weight, dog, you know what I mean? And and you know, one thing about this podcast is we gotta continue growing, dog. Never stay stagnant, That's dog. Right. You know right. what I mean? If you stop growing, bro. And expect certain things without showing growth, then bro, you're not gonna last right here, dog. You know what I mean? Because this is a business, baby. You know what I mean? But with my, with my boy Preston and K9, I mean, we we have we 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 family, bro. You know what I mean? So we 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 do things outside of this shit. You know what I mean? That's right. You know, and and that's the love, and that's something that I build right here as a as a family environment, bro. You know what I mean? Where our girls know each other, we fuck with each other, dog. You know what I mean? All that good shit, dog. But anyways, brother, Korea. Let's so, go. Before Korea, so I, you know, going back to my story, you know, we I went from from New Mexico and I moved to AZ. You know, one step closer to Cali. You know what I mean? So, I learned a lot from my brothers from from AZ, man. Shout out to fucking Slow Lane from uh, AZ, Vato, man, my di- my motherfucking nice. day one. You know, uh, fucking Grumpy, rest in peace. Nice. I learned a lot about myself and who I should be and who I need to be to those guys. You know what I mean? And um, so I, I moved from 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 um, Cannon Air Force Base. I went to Arizona. And I started working on A-10s. The infantrymen, the, the, the Army, and the Marines, I tell them, hey, I'm in the Air Force. And they're like, oh, bro, this fool's a sucker. And I tell them, I work on A-10s. My clout goes to the top. You know what I mean? For working on A-10s. A-10s, homie, is a, is a ground, the ground troop motherfucking savior, dog. That's When shit hits a fan, you call them motherfucking A-10s in, and the dudes that know, know. Bro, that's the baddest motherfucking plane in the world, bro. And so um, when I moved when I moved to um, to Arizona, I started working A-10s, and then that's when I joined my club 15 years ago. And uh, that's actually how I got my name, Boxer. I got my name, I'll touch on it real quick. I got my name Boxer because whenever the homies would come and, and, and look for me, they'd be like, hey, man, where's, where's the new guy at? And I'd be like, oh, he's in the boxing gym, you know? And they'd be like, oh. So eventually it started becoming towards like, hey, where's that boxer Where's that boxer guy at? 
And then it didn't help that my fucking nose is all fucked up and my fucking eyebrows are all fucking puffy all the time. You know what I mean? And then I, I, at that time I was, you know, heavy in it. So I'd always be beat up. You know what I mean? It's fucking black eyes and shit. And they'd be like, oh, the boxer guy. Whenever they named me that, I was like, bro, you can't name me boxer. I mean, that's fucking too aggressive. I'm a nice fucking guy. You know what I mean? And they're like, in fact, you know, those, those who know, know at a meeting, we had a meeting and they were like, all right, man, anybody got anything to say? And I was like, hey, I, I got something to say. And they're like, all right, well, what's up? I said, hey, man, I really don't like my name, Boxer. And they're like, uh, why? And I said, man, I just feel like it's too aggressive for who I am. You know, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm, I'm, I do the right things for the right reason. I pride myself on that shit. And they're like, all right. All right, Boxer, cool. Anyway, anybody, got, anybody got anything else? And I was like, bro, what the fuck? So, you know, I ended up uh, adapting that. You know, I, I feel like... You know, I, I work with the youth in, in, in that. And, you know, I, I, I train um, youngsters about it. And, and, you know, I got my little my little youngsters, Kevin and Alvin, right now, competing right now, actually. I hope I hope they won today. But, um, but you know, that that's how I got my name, Boxer. You know, and then it, it all happened in Arizona. So um, I wanted to touch on I got my little notes right here. But when I was when I was in Arizona, we went up to, to, to Red Flag, Alaska. And, bro, for those who don't know... Bro, we, we, we're, Japanese are our homies. We, we fucking go everywhere with them motherfuckers, dog. Like, they're, they're a little wop. The way I look at them is they're like a little wasp's nest, like a, like a little wasp, you know, and they're ready to bang with whoever. Because, you know, I don't know if you guys remember your history, bro, but, you know, they, they, they fucking went to Pearl Harbor, bro, and they fucked us up over there, you know. We we're trying to show a, a show of force, and they came over here and fucked us up, you know what I mean? But those fools have a long history of banging, dog. So when we go to Red Flag in Alaska... We do these simulation wars with planes, and we fucking fight each other and shit like that over in the middle of the fucking nowhere. But we'd go to the club, and uh, they would always play fucking Michael Jackson, homie. And I'd be like, bro, what the fuck is up with this? Why are they fucking playing Michael Jackson again? But the the dance floor would be cracking, you know, on bass because all the Japanese would be dancing them. Michael Jackson and Justin Bieber, homie, they fucking go crazy for that shit. I don't. I never understood why, but the Japanese homie, they love that shit. You know what I mean? So that was like kind of like my first taste to see how the Japanese are. You know what I mean? It's it's cool, and, and actually to see that bond between us and and the Japanese, bro. They're one of our best allies, actually. So fast forward, I come back home, and then they're like, "Hey, man, you're gonna get you. you we're, we're gonna go to Afghanistan with the A10s." So I was like, "Cool." We went to San Diego, Coronado Island, and we're practice. We were practicing um, going offshore and attacking land with the Marines calling in air support. So I'm like, bro, this doesn't make no sense. Why are we, why are we, you know, people always ask me, hey, what's going on in the world? I don't fucking know. You know, military people don't know. We're the fucking last to know. We watch the news because they usually know more than we do. But, but I was like, bro, it doesn't make sense. Why the fuck are we learning to strike land from the ocean, you know, with, with these A-10s? And so... I was like, bro, I don't fucking know. We come back, and then they tell us, hey, bro, you guys are going to Korea. Because Korea, at that time, Korea fucking shot a ship down or some shit. I mean, a, a, a Navy ship or something for the, the, the South Korean ship. So we, 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 I didn't want to say we took 12 jets over there to go fuck them up. I mean, well, we're ready for whatever whatever it was coming from, we're, we're with it. And, and the problem with North Korea is that they have a, a large army, and we're afraid that they're, Ground troops are going to come down, and what better aircraft to fuck them up than A-10s? You know what I mean? Those that know about A-10s know what it is. So we went over there, bro. 
we got there. It was fucking crazy, bro. We're in mop gear all the time. Mop gear is like a, like a chemical warfare shit. We wear the fucking gas mask. You know, it's like a round with the fucking... It's like that. You wear that fucking... Like all the fucking time, pretty much. Do we have exercises where we're wearing that shit? From the time you leave your door, I mean, you leave your room to go to the restroom, you gotta wear all that shit because they want us to get used to the fact of a nuclear, I mean, not a nuclear, but a fucking chemical warfare fight, you know? Um, you know what a chemical warfare fight is? Uh, yeah, uh, when it comes to the, just like chemical bombs, right? Yeah, chemical chemicals are like shit that will fuck you up if you breathe it. You, you know, yeah, yeah. there's there's several different types, and I'm not gonna go into that to bore anybody, but there's several different types. So we, we need to be able to operate while they're shooting those fucking bombs at us because, you know, you fucking grow warts on your whole body. You know, if you breathe this shit, so we got to be able to operate with this all this equipment on. So when I first got there, it was crazy, but then it died down. But we were still there. So what do we do? We fucking party. We Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hey, homie, we fucking party. My lady was like, "Hey, um, where are you at?" And I'd be fucking tongue twisted, like, "Oh, you know, I'm fucking here, you know." I was fucking, I was drunk off a of soju, you know what I mean? And 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 Korea's, bro, Korea's crazy, dog. They bring these girls from. I'm gonna get in trouble right now. But they bring these girls from the Philippines. They used to bring them from Russia, but the but the girls were, from Russia were sloppy, so they were sleeping with all the military guys. So they got caught. They sent them back. But they were bringing these girls from the Philippines to Korea, Osan. That's where I was stationed at Osan. And so, um, so you go to a party. I mean, you go off the front gate, homie. Girls everywhere, trying to get you into the club. Like, hey, oh, you're so. Even, even this fool, they'll probably compliment him, like. <laughs> Even Ruben will, will probably get it, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh my God, you're so handsome, you're so tall, you know what I mean? And they'll be like, he'll be like, what? I'm tall, you know? He'll be like, and he'll pull his ass in there, you know what I mean? So, um, bro, dudes, my leadership is in there, fucking spending money. They're like with these young girls that are fucking. It's kind of like a tilted kilt slash, you know, like I don't know, maybe they're like wearing like lingerie and shit like that. But it was smart because they kept the military people in there, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'll be a hundred percent, homie. I know the homies online are gonna think I'm full of shit, but I don't know if they were really prostitutes, man. I never really took it that far, but I think that that uh, if you wanted it, you could get it. Yeah, I'll say that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and their whole goal was to keep you in there. They call them juicies because the way it was is when you go and you sit on a table, a girl's gonna come to your table, maybe two of them, maybe three or four. They come to your table, and then and then they come talk to you and they tell you. Oh, lucky, you know, you're so muscular. I like this tattoo that you have right here. You know, I like your headphones. They're telling you all the shit you want to hear. And then guess who comes? The mama comes. And she says, hey, you know, will you buy them a drink? And then you feel like a little buster. So you're like, oh, yeah, I'll buy them a drink. You know what I mean? So they can kick it with you, yeah. you know? And so the longer you kick it with them, the more, you know, obviously they're getting their money because to buy them a drink, they call them a juicy because you're buying them a juice. So they'll sit there and kind of like your t as it's time going by, they'll sip on their juice and they'll sit there and kind of boost your ego. But it's crazy because you see fools putting it all out on the line there in the military, bro, to, to fucking be with this juicy, bro. You're like, homie, this is <laughs> she don't love you, homie. I I don't know what you think, but this girl does not love you, dog. Because as soon as you leave, she's with the next dude, you know. So, but but Korea was was definitely crazy. It was definitely fun. But it got to the point where I was drinking so much that my wife would. I mean, I, I saw I stopped like stopped going out, right, babe? 
And and you would call me and you'd be like, hey, are you going to go out tonight? And I'd be like, no. Nah, no, I, I would lie to her and tell her I was going to go out. Because she thought I was, I was like depressed or some shit you know what i mean because i stopped I, I partied so much that i was like over it you know what i mean tired of it, yeah. yeah you know and, I, and you guys are on the road so you guys know right i mean when you guys go out when you guys are working out of town i mean that that could take over your life right yeah how, how is it for you when you're on the road i mean it sucks bro you're away from your family dog you're stuck in a fucking motel room dog you know what i mean you know i mean it, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. We're not in Korea, bro. You know what I mean? Where we got juicers and shit. That's right. <laughs> you know, you know. There's some fucking. There's some lot lizards and just some something that's very. What do you call it? Lot, lot lizards? What's I that? don't know, bro. I just. I, I, I heard it's. I heard it's like a truck stop term, dog. But I'm just saying, like out there in the middle of nowhere, dog. Yeah. I mean. It's, I mean, to me, dog, I'm out there for one objective, and that's just to get Make the money. money, dog. That's to right. Get home, dog. That's right. I mean? That's right. That's right. But I'm sure that you guys see. Guys who have never been away from their families before in that environment, yeah. they don't know how to fucking act, bro. No, they don't know how to fucking act, dog. And I've been, I've been around the world, homie. I've been to uh, many different countries. I'll spare you guys with the shit, but I've, I've been, I've been around. So to me, I check myself because I started to see those fools that didn't know how to act, dog. I mean, they, they were fucking crazy, spending money in there every night, you know. And this shit is not cheap, bro. They, they, they charge like 40, 50 bucks for you to just have a drink with this girl, you know. And fools are paying it, like, like, like. Like nothing, you know like what I mean? Nothing, yeah. yeah. Blowing up their whole fucking and, check. And and you know, I see my brother, his de his demise. You know, rest in peace to my big brother Ralph. You know, um, he got into that, and he got into alcohol. You know, that's how he, he passed away uh, passed away from cirrhosis of the liver, because he was on the road. You know, he's an iron worker. He's on the road, and there was nothing to do, bro. What do you do after work? You fucking drink. You know. Yeah. And so that shit started taking over his life, and that's 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 how he ended up like that. So I reflected on that, and I was like, you know what, well, man, you got to check yourself, food, because you don't want to end up like your brother, you know? So I, I, I started fucking kind of correcting my, my shit the way I moved, and I started fucking getting into fitness and running and all this other crazy shit. But I would even lie to my lady to be like, you know, I'm going to go out tonight, babe, because she'd be like, you need to get the fuck out of your room. And then she'll call me, and she'll be like, hey, you're in your room. And I'll be like, nah, I'm not in my room. I'm out partying. And she's like, no, you're not. FaceTime me, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" I'd be in my room. She'd be like, "Bro, you need to get the fuck out of here. You're gonna, you're, you're like getting depressed. You know what I mean?" Yeah. And I think to a certain extent, I was starting to, to battle depression and shit. You know, cause of, cause of liquor and and um, you know what I've been through and shit like that. You know, I was trying to process all that information, but then I just turned it to 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 to, to you know working out, and I ended up being I came back a fl little flaquito. My wife didn't like it, but I liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh. Um, so that was that was Korea, bro. Fucking car crazy partying, whatever. I came back, and then um, I, when I when I came back, I got stationed in Cali, and that's when it got cracking. You know what I mean? I started I started uh, in an empire, the in an empire chapter. Now, let me speak on the car club scene. Car clubs, bro. We know who we are and who we are not, man. We I, I love car. I love the car club scene. I love car clubs. I respect all car clubs, man, from Arizona to New Mexico to Texas to fucking to to California, man. We take care of each other. You know what I mean? Like I can pull up anywhere. You know, I was I was part of a, a the Lowrider uh, Inland Empire Lowrider Alliance. I was a, a a board member, and bro, we take care of each other, homie. You can pull up. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you're from, what body you're from. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You can pull up. And 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 the homies will be good, good with you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, bro. They're gonna look at your car. They're gonna. It's it's all love. I mean, you know the the car scene is. 
California is just on another level of being cool with you. You know what I mean? Like they, they, there's no, there's no, it's it's all love, homie. Like nobody talk. I mean, as far as I know, nobody's ever like talked shit about the car I've had or it's all love, homie. If you go over there looking for problems, you're gonna find it. But for 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 me, it's all been good. You know what I mean? So when I when I first got out here, you know, I had a, a um my brother Julio was out was out with me and we 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 got this thing rolling you know and and uh for ie and then as as time went by you know we we started recruiting we, we got we don't recruit but we started getting more members that wanted to be this this is in temecula we started getting more members and um and one thing that I, that we pride ourselves on is we don't recruit you know we don't i don't i'm not gonna ask you hey lucky can you join my club you know what i mean because to me it's like petty like i don't and, and no disrespect to anybody else that, that has done that or that, do, that does that. But for me, I was just like, nah, we're, we're not going to do that, man. We're, we're, you know, Grumpy's always been, Grumpy's our, was our founder. He's from Riverside, but he moved to Arizona. Um, he was always like, man, we don't recruit, man. Just, just if, if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know. So, you know, whenever I started IE, you know, um, it was cool because now I have my baby. You know, now, now. It's not my baby, it's 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 ours, but I'm saying now I have these group of individuals and let's see what we can take it to, you know? And we started off with nothing and now we have all these, you know, we have a, a, a nice group of cars, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's, California has opened a lot of doors for me. You know, I said that to say that California has opened a lot of doors for me and um, the, the lowrider scene for me, bro, I don't think you guys understand from Cali, for specifically East LA, Whittier, Bro, this is the Mecca, homie. This is, yeah. this, is where, this is where it's at. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, bro. like, you know that, Lucky? I, yeah, I do know that, bro. Okay. I, okay. Do that. <laughs> I don't have a lowrider dog, but I know that everywhere I go around this bitch, dog, there's fucking lowriders, dog. You know what I mean? Let you me know? ask you this. Do you know that, like, even from New Mexico, East LA is, like, the Mecca of the Chicano fucking, like... Movement, the culture. Movement, the culture, homie. Like, yeah, like, yeah, with the sh- template. Sh- bro, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys really understand how big of an impact East LA is. It's huge, bro. To, I the, know. to the rest of us, you well, know what I mean? You know what, bro? Check it out, dog. I'm from Northeast LA. We're in East LA right now, dog. I'm from Highland Park, dog. Um, but I know for a fact, dog, that, you know, worldwide, they pay attention to what's happening right here on a lot of different levels. And one of those levels is the lowrider scene, dog, because I don't know the history of the lowrider, but I believe that it started potentially right here, dog. There's, there's, I've heard two things, homie. Go ahead, and I'm, I'm gonna get fucking crucified right now. They say, I didn't say this, let's be clear, I didn't say this. Yeah. But I've heard, I've seen that they say Española is the capital, the lowrider capital of the world. And where's that at? It's in New Mexico. Okay, yeah. Um, they they say it. I'm not gonna get into that, homie, because that's a losing battle. You well, you know what, dog? I don't I don't know the facts around that, bro. But I I know that where I'm from, bro. It's been there since day one, bro. And I know that. I, so say if it did, if that was a fact, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what, people still look at it right here, dog. Well, what is what is Lower the capital of the world mean? Does that mean that they started it, or does that mean that they per capita they have the most people? 
It could I mean, be per capita. Are, yeah. I mean, Espanola is a, a, a smaller city. Yeah. So it could be I per mean, capita. L- LA got fucking how many millions of people here? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm saying, so if, if you're going off of 500 people, I'm not saying Espanola has it. I'm, you know, no disrespect to Espanola. I'm just saying if they have 500 people there and two of them, 200 of them have lowriders, but you have fucking 50 million people here in LA and 10 million of them have them. You know, obviously. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, bro. So, but but I can tell you, bro, that that growing up, East LA, Whittier, being out here was something special, man. I mean, it was it was for the lowrider scene. You know, I grew up. I told you, you know, I told you guys like, I grew up with my next door neighbor, man. Um, you ever watch that podcast with John Tapia? No, I'm gonna watch it though, bro. You sent it to me. I'm gonna bro, watch it. Bro. I'm, I'm gonna bless you guys with something that you guys. If you guys never watch it, watch the watch the documentary of Giant Tapia. Tapia, it's called Tapia. It's it's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. It's free, whatever. But that guy, I mean, the, the way that he is is a good representation. I feel like of of my neighborhood, right? Absolutely. And I also feel like the lowrider culture there, right? Okay. Well, well I said that to say this. This is how small this world is. His, uh, in that documentary, his son, or, or some of the guys, that he, one of the guys that he's training, his name is Pitbull. He, um, his dad it was the guy that I, that, that I seen the first low rider. He was my next door neighbor, right across the street from me. His name is Alfred. Alfred, I don't know his last name, but his name is Alfred. First morning card I ever seen. This is how small the world is. That documentary, that guy, a Pitbull at the end, his dad was my direct front neighbor, bro. I looked up to this guy my whole life. I'm gonna watch it after, after today, bro. Yeah, after but, today but, I'm gonna watch it. But you'll trip because at the end of the at the end of the documentary, um, Johnny Tapia is training this kid, and it's my next door neighbor's son. Wow. And that's where I got my first low rider. That's where I first when he would bust out this low rider, I was like, bro, what? Like it moves. You know what I mean? You, you, you like lowriders? You, you ever been to? I love, yeah, I, I love lowriders, bro. I, you know what I mean? I, I haven't really been in the... I, I spend my money differently, bro. You know what I mean? Obviously, on this right here, bro, On uh, I have different... Uh, I love the lowrider scene, bro, but for me to get into that scene, dog, that is something to add on top of everything else that I'm doing already. That's you right. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like... To be a part of that community and to really be into that shit, dog, you got to be 100% into it, dog. You know what I mean? You can't be half-assing it on some bullshit, dog. You know what I mean? So I, I respect the scene from not afar, up close, but the ones that are really doing it right, bro. Right. I, I love to see it, bro, and I support the culture, dog. You know what I mean? Um you know, do I do I am I gonna get one anytime soon? I mean, I don't I don't know, bro. You know what I mean? Depends on how the fucking uh, the the, the bankroll goes. You know what I mean? That's right. You know, but as of right now, there's I mean, there's other kind of cards that I kind of I would get before a lowrider, dog. You know what I mean? But I, I I leave certain things up to the dudes that are doing it because they're doing it right, dog. And if I ever do it, I want to make sure I do it right. Well, I can tell you to the lowrider homies that to the lowrider gods that, bro, I've been having lowriders since. Baby, you remember my first car? What was it? What was it? 76 Grand Prix, homie. Okay. So a lot of the homies were like, what the fuck is that? But to me, it was everything. <laughs> I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I had a 76 Grand Prix. That motherfucker was on on, on Supremes, T-Tops. You couldn't tell me shit, homie. You know, and then when I was in North Carolina, bro, I had an 87 Regal. 
black t-tops shifter in the middle yeah you can't tell me shit homie you know and i since since then i i've i've, I've been but i but i believe that my life bro i've been a low rider bro i mean you know i got into the bike scene homie i went to sturgis i did all this other shit homie but i felt like i was faking the funk because i'm not that's not who i am homie. i'm a low rider you know yeah. I've, I've been I've, i kicked it you know shout out to the homeboys the, the mongols you know I, I've, I've i've kicked it with the homies man you know uh, you know i got some homeboys from the vagos man you know shout out to, to to them man but i'm saying that i'm a low rider homie if i'm gonna be real to myself i'm a low rider homie i love the, the style you can't tell me shit when i'm in my car Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to me, that's yeah. that, that's the best feeling in the fucking world. This fool's about to fill it. Yeah. Yeah. He's about, he's to, about, he's about to fill it. Absolutely. He sounds like he's about to pick up one of your rumflas, huh? Um, the price is right. The price is he right. He might have to sell that little chain he's got. You know what uh, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's open up the phone line. You cool to open up the phone yeah, of line? Of course, yeah. Let's I'll open up the phone line. If anybody wants to call in, you guys were blowing it up earlier. Uh... The phone number's up there right now. If you'd like to ask, have any questions for Boxer, go ahead, call in. You know what I mean? But um, and tell them we're going to keep it moving right here until the phone calls come in. Um, and, I mean, how how is it, bro, being ahead of a lowrider uh, club, bro? I mean, so, what, what? I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to go back to what you said about Ruben. What is it that you like about Ruben? I mean, he's a, he's a straight shooter, bro. Okay. Yeah. And and um, th does he abuse abuse his position? Never. You know. So to me, I don't look at it like I'm the leader because I, these are a bunch of grown men, bro. They have their shit together, homie. Some of these dudes have better cars than I do. Some of these dudes have achieved more in life than I have. So I don't look at them like I'm a position of power, homie. I look at it like, hey man, we're in this shit together. So what are we doing? How are we moving? You know what I mean? I've been in positions of power, bro, in the military and shit like that, dog. But for for me, we're a family. You know, that's why. Not once have you heard me say, hey, man, my car club. Yeah. Because I don't care about your car. I care about you as Absolutely. an individual. How are you going to represent us as a whole? If you, if you come into this shit and, and you're out for yourself or you're out to get trophies, you're out for, that's not what I'm with, bro. You know what I mean? There's clubs out there for that, and, and I respect it, but that's not who we are. You're in Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What up, Lux? What up, doggy? Hey, this is Art from Santana, homie. Hey, just wanted to fucking shout out you and Boxer. That's right. Hey, Boxer, thank you for your service, homeboy. Thank you, my boy. Hey, I'm married to a woman that was in the Navy, rescue diver. And you know what, bro? Listen, I just want to ask you, just like you said right now, you knew you were a fucking lowrider, right? That's right. All right. You, 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 you know, you're involved with the bikes and all this shit. Me... I know I'm a fucking lowrider, bro. That's right. But I still hold on to a 1991 Mazda RX-7 Turbo 2. <laughs> and that's who the fuck I am, dog. Hey, so I'm much a, respect for you guys. Hey, my boy, I'm going to tell you like this, homie. What's if, up, If dog? that makes you happy, my G, then fuck whatever anybody else says. Because I can tell you right now, homie, I, I've had 39s. I've had fucking my 41, and somebody's always got something to say about what I got, homie. You know, they'll be like, hey, you know, in 1941, they didn't use unleaded gas. You know, they used a leaded yep. gas. I'm like, motherfucker, this is my car. You know what I mean? So, so you right. know what, homeboy? If you happy with that car, then you stick with it. You know what I mean? I love it. It's, it's my baby. That's right. Hey, much respect for you, hey. Lux, much respect to you, everyone in the podcast. Boxer, thank you for your service. Hey, you guys are both bad motherfuckers in my book. I appreciate you, you, my boy. Thank you. Likewise, brother. 
Thank Simon. You, hey, buenas noches, homie. That's right. All right, dog. You have a good one, though. Peace. Peace. Yeah, absolutely, dog. I mean, I always feel like, dog, uh, if, you, if you're going to be a part of uh, or have a lowrider, bro, you know what I mean? You got to be really, that's like another child you have, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, you know, you got to have insurance. <laughs> you got to have medical insurance for that baby. You know what I mean? You got to have, you know, just money to, to, to put in that baby. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it's a whole another fucking realm, bro, to have one of those old school classics in your fucking, in your driveway, dog. That's right. Yeah. Let's go to the next phone call right here. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, what's up, Lucky? What up, baby? Shit. Hey, man, I didn't even do an answer. I did, dog. No one's answering you today except me, dog. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you can thank me a lot. All right, all right. That's right. Hey, this is a fucking critic from La Puente. Okay, what up, my G? La Puente hey, in the house. That's right. I say shout out to you. Shout out to homeboy right there, Boxer and shit. That's right, that's right. Thank you. Hey, dog, that fucking, this podcast is a shit and shit, you know? Thank you, my G. It's been good, dog. I've been following, I've been, I've been following Hustocks for a while, and, like, you got some good shit going, bro. Thank for you, real. bro. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, yeah, we ain't nothing without you guys, bro, you know what That's I mean? Right. So thank you, bro, for fucking supporting, dog. Always, dog, and fucking, you know, right now I'm in Las Vegas. Fucking, but I've been watching, I've been watching it and shit, and, like, that shit, hey, that's just dope, dog. Yeah, you're you're in Las, sure. you're in Las Vegas right now, dog. I'm in Las Vegas right now. What are you doing up there, yeah, bro? But um, fucking, I'm in the that's house. You're in the what, bro? I'm in the pool. Oh, you're in the pool, dog. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. You got a fucking speedo yeah, on right Shit, you already know. <laughs> that's right, dog. Enjoy your time in Vegas, baby. Hey, perfect time to be up, in the pool. It's hot out there right now. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Hey, it's fucking like 107 right now. Damn, though. Yeah. All right, brother. Enjoy your time, dog. Jack and Coke. Have a Jack and Coke on us, though. Love Keep you, Keep it buddy. up, dog. Don't, hey, fuck the haters. And, you Ain't know. no haters right here, baby. That's right. Dog. Ain't nobody, anybody yeah. hating right here. They just hate on themselves. Yeah. Dog. Hey, what's, uh, what's up? What's that? What's up to Daisy, too? Daisy's on a long vacation right now, dog. You know what I mean? Potentially oh, be back, dog. He might be back, dog. <laughs> I mean, he's on a vacation right now, dog. All right. He's in the Bahamas. Right. Hey, you guys have getting, a good one, though. Tanned. All right, let me see. Uh, bam. Next phone caller, go ahead and call. You guys, I, I, there was someone else uh, calling right now. Um, One thing we didn't talk about, homie, is what I'm doing today. Hold on real quick. Let's get this phone call. This is from Arizona right here, dog. And then we're going right. to talk about what you're doing today, dog. Oh, shit. Fucking that call went. Let me see. Let's get this one right here, dog. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing today, brother? Hey, so, you know, I retired, obviously. And um, now I work for this company, homie, where we do every filling. When I moved to, when I moved to Arizona, I mean, when I moved to Cali, I, I did uh, every filling shit. You know, we do, we, a lot of people don't know. It's like when, when, a, when, a, when a jet comes across the ocean, they don't have enough fuel. So what do we do? We do every fueling over, over the ocean. I mean, they, they, they don't have nowhere to land. So um, my company that I'm with today, we do uh, every fueling missions over the Pacific and Atlantic Ocean. So it's pretty dope, man, because, you know, you see this shit and we, we go on the planes and, and, you know, there's a place to sleep and we do these, these missions over the, 
over the Atlantic. You know, we go to Myrtle Beach or we go to fucking, you know, we're out here in, in Moval and at March Air, Air Reserve Base and we work out of there. But, you know, we do all this shit for the for the Navy and the Marines. And it's it's like a like bro, it's a it's a best feeling, homie, because all this shit came together, you know, and like now I'm retired, but I'm still doing shit for the military, you know what I mean? Is, and it's a subcontractor? It's a subcontractor, yeah. Okay. So like we, we do a lot of training shit for the for the for the you know, I can't get into Pacifics, but but you know, we do a lot of uh stuff over the, the Pacific Ocean because you know, like people think that you can just pull over at a you know, when you when you these these jets, you know, they have tanks and shit, but it's uh External tanks, we add on tanks to them, but they still don't have enough fuel to make it over the ocean. So they need oh. they need a refuel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what we do is we have this boom that comes down and and it, and it gives them fuel to make it across. You know what I mean? Wow, that's badass, bro. That's got to be it. Let's get let's well, let's get a little more in detail on that after this phone call. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's up, Hoodstocks? What hey, look, I got a, I got a quick question for you, bro. Oh, shit. I've been on my on my electrician uh, uh thing for a minute now, right? And I, I've been to local eleven like twice, and I've been on the waiting list. But bro, I keep getting jumped. Like, w- 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 can you tell me a way to just to I don't know get in there faster? Or can you point me in a direction of somebody that could help me out? Maybe a hundred percent, dog. This is what you do, dog. And this is what I did, dog. Um, yeah. I have, do you have prior experience? Yeah, yeah. I almost got, I'm going on four years now. I got I got schooling too and all that. Okay. So what I want you to do right now, dog, is I want you to go back to the non-union side, work for a non-union contractor, bro, right? Yeah. Get, get a paycheck stub, dog, and then and then you hit me up on the DM. Once you get working on a non-union company with a, pay, a, 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 a non-union contractor paycheck stub, hit me up on the DM, dog, and I'll, I'll shoot you an organizer's number. And what you do is you get organized into the union, dog. It's a faster way because the union always wants to take from the non-union side, dog, and it's the way that I got in, dog, because honestly, dog, if okay. I would have went the traditional way, dog, I would have never been able to pass that math test and all that other shit, dog, to get in, dog. Why? Because, you know, because of my history, brother, you know what I mean? You know? Right, um, right, right. You know, right. I, I'm, 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 I'm a. I know I look smart as fuck. Like everybody looks at me, and they're like, "This guy looks like You're a genius." genius dog. Yeah, genius. they look like I, like this dude looks like he can do anything. You know what I mean? But the, right, the, right, the right. truth of the matter is, is I'm really a little bit of retarded, dog. And I know you guys never thought about that, dog. You know what I mean? Lucky retarded, no way, dog. You know what I mean? But anyway, uh, you know, it happens. Yeah, exactly. But so get a non-union. Paycheck stub. I'll hook you up with an organizer's number. An organizer's gonna come in and be like, "Oh shit, we gotta steal this dude from the non-union workforce and make him union." Right, right. And that's the fastest way to get in, baby. Yeah, because I was I was doing the whole phone banking, the whole going to the go talk at the at the little meetings and stuff. And I was like, "Man, bro, they they even put me on a on the banner program for a minute. I was with the, with a bunch of the Usos." Okay, yeah. Shout out to the Usos, yeah. dog. Yeah, shout out yeah, to them. Yeah, you know, you know the, yeah. you know the banner program, right? Yeah. I don't I'm know the banner program, but it doesn't sound like it's fun, dog. It sounds like it might be a cheerleading program. You got to hold up banners. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Dog. No, it sounds like some bullshit, dog. You know what I mean? So let me tell you this, dog. <laughs> Go get in the non-union, and I'll hook you up with an organizer's number. They're gonna organize you straight in. I love you, my boy. Holler right, at me, that, dog. Sir. All right. Have a- You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky. How's it going? It's going good until you called. <laughs> hey, hey, boxer. Yeah, what's up, homie? Hey, man, thank you for your service, man. Oh, well, bro, it's a blessing, homie. Thank hey, you. Carnal, I grew up, uh, you know, being locked up since I was thirteen and all that. And uh, I just, I just want to tell you, um, 
that I could tell a lot in your eyes, dog. You know what I mean? I appreciate that you, my you boy. A, that you've seen a lot, you've been through a lot, and I could see you're determined, dog. So, so you know, walk with your head up high, homeboy. However, homie, and you know what, bro? I, I do it because, uh, you know what, homie? People people see us, homie. You know, like like um, people look at me and they see I'm all tatted up, homie, and they'll be like, well, "Bro, why why you do that, bro? This is part of our culture, <laughs> homie. They don't understand this shit. You know what I mean?" And, um, yeah, I'm sleeved up myself. You man. know what I mean? And my my hefito was too, dog. I mean, you know, it's it's part of our culture, bro. It don't, it don't mean nothing, man. But it makes me happy that you know I'm out here representing the the culture, homie, in a, in a positive in a positive way, dog. And no disrespect to the homies in the pen, you know what I mean? I could I could have been easily in that position, you know what I mean? But I wanted yeah, to come out here to say my story, so that way, you know, if there's a little youngster out there, bro, who's who's considering something, homie, you know, he he's not gonna be boxer, homie. He's gonna be better than boxer. You know what I mean? That's right, man. That's right, man. What do you see, my eyes? That's right. Man? What do you see, hey, my what eyes? What do you see in Lucky's eyes? What do you see, my eyes? The, the wavy <laughs> fucking the way the wavy bar. <laughs> Lucky's a fool. Huh? All right, yeah, look guys, at the jack in the box head right now. <laughs> you guys, Imagine uh, you look out your window care, and you right? see this <laughs> in the middle Take of the care, night. Boy. You're like, oh, oh shit! Nine one one right there. Nine one one. All right, dog. I love you, my boy. Thank you for calling, All right, guys. Much All right, love. Love my callers. I love my goonies, dog. I love everybody that taps in with us right now, dog. I know it's in the middle of the fucking day. We were up to fucking, uh, here we go, Phoenix from Arizona. This dude called us several times. Let's get his phone call right here, dog. What up, my G? Talk to us. Hey, what's up, boxer? What's up, my boy? What up, baby? Hey, um, thank you for your service. And I just want to say, um, what, I just want to ask you a question. What's the craziest thing you've seen, like, Deployed. The craziest thing I see deployed, probably, um, you know, the, the shit that fucks with me the most is probably when I see that that dead, those dead bodies, homie, with a fucking that were burnt to shit. No, they weren't even dead, homie. They, they were they were still alive, but that's oh, just stuff fucks with me, homie, because I can still smell that smell. What does it smell burning, like? Burning, burning, burning dead. For, is, you know what? I, I can tell you exactly how it smells, bro. Like a fucking almond. Like a fucking burnt almond. Oh, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. But you got a lot of people burning almonds right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That hey, like. Smoked almonds are good, homie. But but they kind of bring back a little bit of memories. You know what I mean? But but uh, but probably that that was probably the the worst thing. But the worst thing that, that I would say that I I didn't like, bro, is being away from my family, homie, my wife and my kids, dog. I miss too much. You know, it, it was it was depressing when people would tell me. You know, my wife would tell me that. People hit her up and tell her that, you know, she was a single mother and, you know, I'm out here trying to do the best I can, homie, and, and you know, my kids wondering where I'm at, you know what I mean? That, that was the, yeah, that yeah. was by far the, the, the body, whatever, you know, all the other shit I've been through is, is nothing, man, but I know that if you talk to any of my service brothers, bro, they'll tell you being away from their family, man, even if they didn't have a wife and kids, being away from their mom, their, their brothers or sisters, you know, it's the hardest part about doing this shit, but we know we're, we're doing it for the right, we, we hope we're doing it for the right reasons, you know what I mean? I know there's a lot of people yeah, that yeah. judge us and they look at us like we're fucking baby killers and all this other shit, but we're just doing yeah, what yeah, we're told, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, that's a good that's a good topic to bring up right now. Thank you, brother, for calling in, dog. I appreciate yeah, you, bro. Yeah, thank, thank you for your service. Thank you. And by the way, love you, fuck you, dog. I love you too, man. <laughs> yeah, <dog. tired. laughs> Yeah. Um... So for the people, dog. So when I when I put your post on YouTube, dog, there was a lot of cats because I put the the what I put to hold on. Let's get this call from Chachilla. They've been calling him many right. times. 
and I'll, and I'll, I'll continue this thought. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's up? Um, first of all, everybody says what? Fuck you, Lucky? I mean, yeah, dog. That's what everybody says. Yeah, it's the way we, sh- we, it's the way we yeah. show love around here, dog. If you can't tell a dude, That's fuck right. you, dog, then you know what I mean? You ain't from, yeah, dog, it's what we show love right here. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, but this, I, I just want to tap in, man, and uh, uh, shout out to Boxer. Thank uh, you, my thank brother. Thank you for your service. Um, you know, the only way I could relate to you, bro, is because, you know, I, because I'm also a veteran. That's right. Been through, been through that shit in Afghanistan. And when you were telling the story, bro, well, when you were landing mm. and they tell, when they tell you, get the fuck out, dude, same shit. When we got to our cops. Yeah. Or over in charge Afghanistan, man, the damn, uh, uh, the, the pilots of the, the CH-47, the helicopters, they're like, they when they took us in, bro, they're like, we never, we never, because um, we replaced uh, one, 173rd out of Germany. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we were at 10 Mountain. And uh, they told us, hey, we never drop guys off during daytime. Well, we do it at night. No, that's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? You know, I'm just a PFC, you know, E fucking E3, you know, not knowing shit, and uh, yeah, like you said, bro, we get there. You know the 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 unit that was already there. They're in the bunkers already waiting because they know that as soon as, as soon as we landed, we get our fucking bags, bro. They rush us to the bunker. That's right. Within, sec- within seconds, bro, fucking boom, boom, and then the the dudes that were there already, you know, the the unit, they're like, oh yeah, it's every time it happens. Yep. You know, just get used to it. They're sitting in the bunkers with their with their uh, laptops, playing and games. It, bro, isn't it crazy, bro, that, that people are like, bro, just get used to it. They're like, hey, bro, yeah. just get used to getting bombed, homie. It's it's, it's okay. Absolutely. You yeah, know what that's mean? how it was. It's, the, it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, life. Dog. It's life right there, bro. Like, you got no yeah. choice but to get used to it. Like, the homies from yeah. prison, they're like, hey, bro, he got, he got stabbed. Like, get used to it. <laughs> it's like, bro, how do you get used to that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then as time goes on, went on, we're like, all right, you, you slowly stop giving a fuck. You slowly like you become numb, your, numb to the yeah, shit. Yeah, your helmet to go take a piss, or, you know, to you know, over there. Can I, and um, let me get the yeah, bottle dude, tequila. But, and uh, the fucking um, the craziest story, bro, was um, toward uh, we're like three weeks out. You know, you know, you know, we get complacent eventually, right? Yep. You know, we walked to our little bootleg chow hall, you know, and uh, it's just, you know, they do the, yeah, like you said, chili mac was my shit too, bro. Chili <laughs> the mac. The MRE. The other yeah. one, hey, Lucky, time, what's the shit in prison that, that you're just like, it's 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 always on point? Hmm. They, 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 used to like, have a, they used to have a Grand Slam breakfast on Sundays, dog. What's that? that was what, what is that? And then the Grand Slam uh, breakfast uh, was basically, uh, you know, it was it was an amazing breakfast for you to be in prison, dog. You know what I mean? You know, it was it was it was. They gave you all the. They, just give it to me, dog. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, dog. Would hey, you like mo- one? Motherfuckers, motherfuckers would fight for this chili mac. Oh, bro, that chili mac was on. Even the even the MRE the MRE fucking chili mac was on point, bro. Just I, I yeah, the only thing I didn't fuck with was, was a meatloaf MRE. The meatloaf MRE, bro, was just fucking cat food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Was, no. Meatloaf MRE was fucking disgusting. Go back to your to your yeah. to your breakfast. No, it was a, it was just a good breakfast, bro. They, I mean, they used to give us bacon. Uh, uh, it was uh, potatoes. It was egg. What was it? 
Grand Slam? Grand Slam, dog. Yeah, yeah I mean, and they oh, cut. Now. I think, yeah, I think they don't they don't have it anymore, dog. But what was very good, dog, in LA County Jail, dog, was the SOS, dog, and they called her shit on shingles, dog. You know what I mean? Wow. And 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 for somebody to come, <laughs> off, bomb. yeah, no, for somebody to come <laughs> off the streets, dog, maybe kicking dope, dog. You know what I mean? You weren't fucking. You didn't have the best fucking uh, nutritional diet on the streets due to drugs dog you know what i mean uh when you'd hit the system dog you know what i mean uh the sos which was basically uh like i said they call it shit on shingles and it was basically biscuits with no was a bit was a no potatoes did they put the gravy on the potatoes yeah, it was it was basically gravy on potatoes, bro, which was just so gravy filling. Gravy on potatoes? And, yeah, and it was it was it was very 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 good, dog. Baby, we're gonna have to go to that. And you, you, what, LA County? No, no, not LA County. We're, we're about to request that shit somewhere. Yeah. And you know what was also good to me too, bro? Uh, let's get this uh, uh, let's get this other phone call right here, dog. Uh, sorry, brother, I hung up on you. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, what's up, guys? So, Hello. Well, you know, um, Natalie, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Awesome. Okay, so um okay, so watching your, you know, not just this uh, episode but every other episode, I think um the idea that I get is that I like the young kids these days, I feel like the perspective has to change. I think you can be hardcore. I think you can be about your business. But I don't know, I feel like they get lost in the transition and they get so involved in the lifestyle that they don't see the opportunities that, you know, I guess you could say um, America has for for us, but um, I just wanted to say, like, hey, um, boxer, I think you're, I think you're, you took, you know, you took what you could out of the situation you were in, and it's like an example to a lot of people. You may be in a negative situation, but there's always a positive in it. So I just wanted to say that to you guys. And well, I I appreciate your homegirl. Well, um, I will tell you, I will tell you this, man. It's like. Everywhere I went, I felt like, even to this day, man, you know, I feel like people are watching me, you know, I, in a good way. You know, I got my nephews, I got my daughters that are watching me, you know, and they want to see what I'm, how I'm moving. I got my wife that's watching me and seeing how I'm moving in a positive exactly. way, man. You know, I can't let them down. And and, and exactly. my culture, you know, I came on this podcast with a thought to, to be like, you know what, I, I want to motivate that one kid that's went through the shit that I've been through and to know that that... that he don't have to join the military, man. I'm, I'm just talking about what I've been through. You know what I mean? But exactly. But but I, the, the, like the, there's a way. With what you've learned. Exactly because yeah, the, these streets, is, you know, these streets will teach you everything you need to know about life, man. You know what I mean? And 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 whether it's it's LA, whether it's in fucking Houston, Texas, whether it's in Phoenix, Arizona, or, or Denver, Colorado, wherever you're at, Dallas, Texas. You know what I mean? Wherever wherever you're at, the streets the streets are going to teach you. You know what I mean? What you, what you need to know. Yeah, exactly. And and, and what's what you do with it. You know what I mean? Because the I always... T- okay, I'll rest in peace to my, my cousin Consequence. I always told him like this. I said, if somebody... I told my homeboy Ruben like this. I said, if somebody cares about you, they're never going to put you in a position to where you're going to fuck up, you're going to go to jail, or you're going to get killed, or you're going to get hurt. You know what I mean? So... For yeah. me, and it's hard for a lot of us to actually accept that. That's that's right. That maybe we believe that somebody loves us, and they may put you in a situation where it's like you start to question yourself. Wait, like wait a minute, do you really care about me? Because this position right now that you're putting me in, it can also affect me and put me away. And it's like you're not really thinking of the consequences all around. You're only thinking about your needs. So that's right. It's very important for people to understand that somebody may say they love you, 
to a certain extent, but because we're not taught to love, um, we're only like we're domesticated, we're conditioned due to our surroundings, the you know the lifestyle that we live or the lifestyle our parents are living. Um, I just feel like uh, we can get lost in all that transition, you know? That's right. And I feel like it doesn't matter what location, what color you are. I think that us as parents, it's very important to kind of shift that perspective. It's all about how your mind is perceiving everything. And for me, it was like, I was in juvenile hall, you know? I went through foster care. I went through placements. And I was the only child out of four kids that didn't go back to my mom because I was struggling so much with depression, suicidal tendencies. And, you know, I, out of all of that, I could be at the lowest point in my life right now, but I still continue to say, no, I'm going to be optimistic. That's I'm right. going to be, I'm not going to be a pessimist. I'm going to keep striving forward, you know, because whatever I went through, if I just like, you know, kind of mess up now and I let everything go and I lose everything that I have, it's all going to be in vain. And so I have all of that to bring to the table and actually help others to kind of like, Hey, you know what? Because you were in the situation, your parents did what they did. Then, you know, you can't blame the system for failing you and putting you back with your parents because at that point you're already conscious. You're like, okay, so I know that this, this is a situation and it's up to me to make this choice, regardless of my age, to either move forward or to get stuck in this rut and be like my family. That's right. Absolutely. Wow. Good yeah. Right so I, yeah. I took a lot from that. I, I really appreciate that. I just wanted to say thank you to you guys and thank you, Lucky, for everything that you know you're putting out there. With also with the crew and everything. Yeah, thank it takes you. A lot of hit, hit, my, hit my DM if you want to tell your story. No, definitely, we'll do. Okay, thank you. Alrighty. That was a good phone call. Though. You know what? I got a quick present from my from my, my boys right here, um, the crew members right here. I got you guys something right here. I want you guys. Got. Oh damn. Yeah, I just bought this for K9 and Preston. Here, you guys go right here, dog. This is for you, dog. You guys, you guys got three weeks to read that shit, dog. You know I mean? Straight up, don't fuck around, dog. That's for you guys. This is the better your life too, dog. It's it's some it's a book I'm reading right now, dog, and it's something that I feel like you guys need to uh, tap into, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck you, lucky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love you too, Maji. What's cracking? Oh, that was it. That, that was, was it? it. Yeah, that was it. Um, did you take a bite of that yet, sir? Sir, did you take a bite of that yet, sir? Yes, sir. You took a bite of it. Yeah. Where? Where's it at? Shit, fool. Well, give me the rest of it. I full keyshered it. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Lucky. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, homie? What up, Maji? What's who's this? Hey, hey, what's up? The Green Eyes. Is it, wait, wait, who, who? Oh, uh, you, hey, you don't know me, bro. But uh, I just, I, uh, I'm over here in Ai, dog. Okay, what up, my dude? That's right. Ai, baby. Hey, hey, you know what? I, I just barely tapped in, so I don't really know what's being talked about with boxer and, uh, and everything on that. But hey, homie, uh, I just got out uh, not too long ago, and uh, walking in, you said you weren't gonna drink. What's up, dog? Wait, 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 say that one more time. That broke up. Tell me that You weren't going to drink no more. Oh, I wasn't going to drink no yeah. more? He's asking what's up. Check it out, dog. I took a break, my boy. You know what I mean? And you know what? I, huh? But you, but you say you weren't going to let that shit get you, bro. Bro, hold on a second, dog. <laughs> Check it out, Dr. Phil. <laughs> I know you just got out and God is in your life right now. That's right. But in two more weeks, dog, you're going to be back at your fucking same shit. No, I'm just playing. I don't, I don't wish hey, that. I'm already, hey, 
No, I don't. I don't. I don't want you to go back and do same shit, dog. I'm talking shit, dog. You know, I take breaks. I take breaks from stuff, bro. And when it's time to take a break, I take a break, bro. You know what I mean? And and depending on how long of a break I need, dog, is ultimately my business and what's good for me and my family, dog. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I took a break, bro. You know what I mean? But right now, dog, I'm enjoying life, bro, with the homie Boxer right here, and That's we're right. just we we doing what we doing, baby. What's cracking, dog? You got any questions for Boxer, dog? He just joined, so I don't think he knows. I, mean, I don't think he was paying, you know. Okay. My okay. story. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he was caught. Hey, bro. Hey, homie. The, the problem with with being on here, dog, is that whatever you say, local, they're they're listening, homie. So. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I mean, I lead by example, bro. That's right. One hundred percent, I lead by example. You know what? That, you know what they say in the military: leaders lead, leaders lead from the front. Absolutely, and I always do too, dog. I mean, but just because I say <gasps> you're on hoodstocks, talk to us. Yeah. Okay, you're oh, gone. <laughs> but just because there's, we we have, I'm transparent with my life, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is and, hard, homie, because I wouldn't want to be in your position, chief. Well, I'm under a microscope, dog. That's you right. Know I mean, I'm under a microscope, but it's okay though, dog. You know what I mean? Because it, it's no pressure to me, dog. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not fucking like, I'm not fucking. How can I say it, bro? Like I'm as real as it can be, bro. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to motherfucking hide, bro. You know what I mean? Like I'll keep a G 100%, bro. If I need a break, I take the break. You know what I mean? However long of a break I take is on me. That's right. And you'll see some podcasts where, you know what I mean? We just see being easy. We might be drinking coffee. We might be doing whatever, dog. You know what I mean? But um, at the same time, bro, as long as I don't fall back to fucking drugs Hard drugs. I'm not an alcoholic, dog, because I don't drink throughout the week, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, let me live, dog. Let That's me have right. my glass of wine. Let me have my Jack and Coke. Let me have a little piece of a wavy bar once a month, dog. That's you right. know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's good for me, bro. It's good for me. Now, what's good for me may not be good for you, bro. What helps me out may not help you out, bro. But that's okay, though, dog. You, you, what, what, what I try to encourage is to find out what's good for you. That's right. Like, what kind of break do you need? Some people need a six-month break. Yeah. Some people need to stop, period, bro, because they ain't working, they ain't handling business, they're acting a motherfuck fool, dog, you know what I mean? And so you might need something a little longer than what I need. Sometimes I'll take a month off, two months off, whatever, bro, you know what I mean? But that works for me, dog. That's you right. You know what I mean? And as, and, and I, I know it works for me, dog. You can't tell me what works for me, dog. I can't tell you what works for me, dog. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I see Ruben laughing over there. It, it, motherfuckers are like, that's coming from an alcoholic. Or that's coming from a drug hey, addict. You know, I'm analyzing right now, homie. You know, I went to school for psychology. Dog. Okay, and what, what would you, what would be your, uh, what would you call it? Your uh, assessment. assessment. Thank you, brother. Assessment? Yes. Right. You know what? In, in psychology, they teach us not to, not to um, form assessments, homie. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, thank no, you, sir. No. <laughs> Uh, let's go. Let's get a couple phone calls and we're going to end this podcast because uh, we're heading up on three hour mark. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Oh, what's up, man? I, did I just get through? You just got through, That's baby. Oh, right. uh, shit. All right. Hey, man, I thank you for this podcast right here, bro. It makes me feel like I'm part of something. Homie. That's right. That's right. Swear to God. You know what I mean? Hey, thank you, Boxer, for explaining like the Air Force and how things are. You know what I'm saying? What what branch are you in, Not homie? Were, were you were you server? No, no, I didn't, man. But I, you know, I, I've been through it. You know, I've, I've been through a little thing. But every time I go to Hoodstock, 
I love Lux, man, because he just puts like a different, a different tone on what we're talking about, and I That's love right. the way that it makes me feel, man. And, and he, he never disappoints. Hey. And, I, and I'm watching this right now. Thank you, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, God damn, it is fucking Lux is fucking on point with he is shit. he is we're killing the game baby yeah, Hood stocks, baby. Right. you know what i'm saying yeah and we're killing it baby we got we got 1.5 million views on the last 28 days dog we up to motherfucking 40 000 subscribers dog we are killing the game dog That's we are right, killing baby. the game for one reason transparency dog the truth being true to who the fuck you are dog you know what i mean the and rawness of fucking life the streets individuals dog you know what i mean nothing is scripted here bro i have no notes here i i sometimes i do bro but right now i don't bro you know what i mean this is all off the hip baby and, I, and i'm gonna tell you hey. something about lucky this homeboy told me he, i said hey man i don't know what to what to talk about he said bro fucking do you like like don't it, this shit ain't scripted bro just do you and and i was like damn that's dope you know what i mean Absolutely, bro. I mean, yeah, you got to do you, dog. You know what I mean? Whatever's natural, this is what we do for the for the detriment of ourselves sometimes. Sometimes it's like, oh, shit. I'm a a absolutely. And, and, hey, when you lose your shit, Luck, I have my days when I lose my shit the same way. Absolutely, like, bro. Fuck it, dog. And it's whatever. Yeah, I'm fucking going off the hinges. You know, whatever. I fucking work my job. It's full commission. And I'm putting, and you put that out there, that we got different jobs and we've got so many like other responsibilities we got to take care of. And then you let us know that. And that's that, right. That, you, you know that's what, bro? Absolutely, bro. Salute to you on that, dog. You know what, right now, I'm a, I'm a, I am in a very zen point of uh, this year for me, dog. I took time off of work, bro. And um, I'm, I'm reading, bro. I'm reading books. I'm in with my kids, bro. Like... I'm shutting out all the other bullshit, bro. And right. I'm just I'm just concentrating on what's in front of me. If it's a book, if it's my kids, if it's my girl. Shit, I'm the I'm podcast, right baby. Now. And we can't yeah. always do that, bro, because we don't get breaks in life, some of us, because we 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 live in fear of the next bill, dog. The, 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 yeah, the next the next coming of that whatever. Yeah, the next forward, bill, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. So I'm not used to that type of shit. You get me? So, like, I'm reading this book on flow right now, and it tells you how a man goes through his life when flow, when your shit just flows, bro, but you're putting in good, positive energy. You're doing the best you can, bro, and you get one of those days when you wake up, and everything is beautiful, brother. Like, you know what, bro? The secret, like, the, the secret to life is law of attraction, bro. Yeah. The secret to life is law of attraction. There goes my cousin right there. Shout out to my cousin, baby! What up, doggy? Yeah, hey, that's my cousin right there. I love that motherfucker right there. But the, the 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 secret to life is law of attraction, bro. Check it out. Yeah. I and, and I was just watching this the secret on uh, I think it was on Prime and shit, dog. You know what I mean? And it's like you know when you're having a bad day, put on a happy turn song. Turn that shit around. Turn that shit around, bro. Put on a happy turn song and start singing some happy Don't music. Let you like that, bro? You yeah, know? bro. Check it out, dog. Bro, our mind is so fucking powerful, bro. Little do we know, dog. We are in control, watch, bro. Watch, I'm, I'm gonna do you guys a favor right now. Go ahead. As soon as as soon as we get done, I'm gonna send you a video of us in a combat zone of the guys on the fucking bus. We, we don't know what the fuck's about to happen, but I'm gonna send it to you, bro. You can repost it about 
the fucking mind and and how you put yourself in the right state of mind, homie. You can do whatever whatever's coming to you. You know what it is. It's but it's your mind state. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna I'm gonna take you in. It. Let's do that. Love you, my boy. We're on the next phone call, though. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Oh, hey, what up, Luck? What up, Dougie? Hey, what's up, homie? Um, this is fucking Danny Danger, homie, calling from Northeast Los Angeles. What up, Danny Danger? What's cracking, my G? You from the home turf. What's up, homie? <laughs> what's up, buddy? So, Should I be worried hey, right man. now with a name like that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> never never that, Holmes. Hey, check it out, dog. I'm about a half hour behind your podcast. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've been one of, one of the day one supporters. And one thing that I'm thinking about when this bottle's talking, you know what I mean? I don't know if you address this or not, because I'm like a half hour behind. But a lot of veterans fucking kill themselves, bro. No, that's 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 a that's a fact, homie. That's a fact. In fact, you in know, fact, Isaac, I, ISIS put out a fucking video, bro. They got taken off of YouTube, and they're talking about how we fucking veterans, you know, we commit suicide, dog. Oh, um, post post war, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you're you're speaking facts, homie. You know what I'm saying? And my questions are this. It's like, um, part of me feels like, all right, Holmes, if you sign up for this shit, that's where you're going to be exposed to, right? Like, right. you're going to be exposed to this shit. That's right. But then I also feel it's like, bro, if, if this shit is happening at such an such at an alarming rate, mm -hmm. why are we not taking care of these motherfuckers when they get out? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I mean, you think that's circumstantial, we're, right? No, I mean, that's a million-dollar question, my boy. I mean, yeah. I mean... I mean, like, okay. We're, okay we're, let, let me let me tell you something real quick, homie. I'm gonna tell you real, real quick. And I have it. I have it on on my Instagram, dog. I'll tag, fucking the homeboy. Um, lucky in it. We had a dude. We went to Jap we went to Japan, homie, and we came back, dog. And then this, this bro, this dude never gave us no insight on anything that he did, homie. And then he came back and he blew his head off. And then they they called us in and they did an investigation. Wonder why, how the fuck this fool blew, homie. I couldn't tell you, dog. I mean, this this dude was was happy we're on this fucking mission homie we went to japan dog i mean we didn't do shit but when we came back this motherfucker blew his head off i, I don't know why he did it i couldn't tell you i mean when i was talking to the fucking osi office of special uh special investigation I, I couldn't tell them why this fool chose to take his life i don't because, know because they investigated you about his uh his they, they just asked me like was he acting different i said no i mean he was happy homie he's in my video i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna tag the homie lucky in it and he's the guy in front of me that's, that's videotaping everybody, dog. I mean, that dude came, rest in peace. He came back and blew his head off. I don't, to answer your question in short, homie, I don't know. I, I have no idea on my boy. It seems to me like there's there's something going on, you know, where, where, where the, the rate of suicide is insane through the roof, where these vatos, mostly men, because mostly men commit suicide. Yeah, that's right. Above women. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. What's going on to where our soldiers are coming back and and, and they're they're offing themselves, homes? You know what, my boy, I, I don't I don't know. I, I wish I, I had I wish I had that answer, homie, because that's a fucking million dollar question, homie. I don't I have no idea. I mean, that's a real question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's a real question that I I believe that at this point, not a lot of people can answer, bro, because it's, it's circumstantial in regards to like. His Who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe his lady left him, bro. Maybe she found out he was cheating on him, bro. Like, a dude yeah. might be strong in the battlefield, but the littlest thing in the home life can break him. I mean, it's L just different. Lucky, lucky, none of that right on the head, homie. Like, 
I never went through a lot of the shit that these fools went through because my lady was strong. I mean, she she was with me through the shit. Bro, she's telling you to go out and party. Yeah, she was. That, that ain't your average woman right there. Bro, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what I did to deserve this this lady. Hey, check it out. You're blessed. I agree with you 100%, but um, it's not circumstantial because stati statistically speaking, this shit happens way more than any other motherfucker who's doing whatever. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm like, corrected to be so wrong, it, bro. It's okay. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like um, circumstantial. Statistically okay. speaking, this shit is happening way more. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what, bro? And, but, uh, and I thank you for bringing awareness to that, my boy, because because you're right, bro. It's 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 a lot of people taking their lives, and and you know I can't speak on it because obviously I never got to that point. But um, you know, there's there's brothers and sisters out there, that man, who who have been to the combat and and you know for whatever reason, bro, they choose to take their lives. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for taking my call, but check it out. Hey, Luck. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, Lucky. There you go. I was waiting for that. Love you, <laughs> Thank you, bro. I was waiting for that, dog. That's why I had a grin on my face. You're on host talks. Talk to us. Check it out. Hey, Luck. Yeah. Hey. How you doing? Good. I just want to say hello and, um, you know, salute Boxer for doing what he, you know, what he did and what he went through. I appreciate you, homegirl. Um, I also wanted to say, you know, I, I, it's a trip how he, um, how you Boxer, um, you know, compared like where you were to, to the prison life too. It's a trip because it's, it's almost the same stuff, right? You know what? It is the same stuff. I mean, it's just different, you know, politics and 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 rules, but it's almost the same shit. I mean, um, I, I'll be lying if I say like like you know we ain't segregated. You know what I mean? Like when I go when I go to when I went to North Carolina, bro, they, they would go to NASCAR shit, and I would I wouldn't really get invited to that shit. You know what I mean? I mean, so it, it is a bit segregated, but when it's time to when it's time to bang, it, mm -hmm. we don't know no colors. You know what I mean? But but other than that. You know, there is there is differences, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to get too personal, but I had a question for you, Boxer. Um, do you suffer from, like, I know my cousin does because he was in, you know, he did probably like three terms. PTSD? Um, yeah. My wife would tell you. <laughs> my wife would tell I mean, you. He was, nah, he was I'm... turning around. My cousin was turning around and, like, at night he would hit his wife and started to get the fuck down. No, you know, like, I, 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 stuff like that. no disrespect to your, to, to your, uh, was that your brother? My cousin. Your, your, your primo, no disrespect to him, but yeah. I never, I never, never hit my wife. I never put my hands on my wife. No, man. he didn't That's, hit her. He just, he would, yeah, no, not like no, that. No, I mean, but, but, but my brothers, I got brothers in my club that, that, that are Marines and, and we, mm -hmm. we, we kind of talk to each other about the shit and, and, um, man, we're just always on guard, but you know what? Like if I'm being 100, I feel like that's the way it was from the from day one. You know what I mean? Like if somebody walks to the yeah. door, what, the homeboy's people walk to the door. I watched him as soon as he walked in, and and I feel like that that's nothing new. It's nothing. It's yeah. right, 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 lucky. I mean, would you would you do the same thing? Well, I think I think you are uh, you have a little bit. You had a you had a different uh, introduction to the military opposed to others. Yeah, you were exposed to a street life. You know what I mean? So I believe the street life prepared you for the military, bro. That's right. You know what yeah, I mean? For where, sure. where, like that yeah, where you weren't able to, where you were able to adapt a lot easier opposed to fucking, you know, Johnny down the street, dog, that was just raised a certain way with a certain lifestyle and a family that had no uh, resistance, 
you know, to the way they you're lived, right. you know, you're right. You're right. You know, and so maybe that, he had a cushion going in, you know what I mean? You know, for the, for the, right. for the, for the detriment of himself, but as, but at the same time for the benefit of himself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool that he had, you know, the, the mentality they had on the streets, turn it into, you know, what he what prepared him to be, you know, in, in military. So that, Absolutely. That's, kind of, that's cool. What's your name again? That's real cool. Denise. Denise, Orange County. thank you for calling. You were the last you, phone call. Thank you so much, right. Denise. We appreciate you. All right, you guys. Have a good Be one. Cool. Yeah. Boxer, this has been amazing. We are at three hours and nine minutes, baby. I uh, appreciate you, you know my boy. I mean? hey, the- oh, one thing I want to say before we, before we end this shit. I want to thank my boy right here, Ruben. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people don't give him credit because he was in the Salvation Army. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he probably served. You know what I mean? That was good, bro. I was ready for that one. And, and you know Salvation what? Salvation Army. <laughs> he was out there in the, in the hood ringing the bell, bro. He took fire, you know what I mean? He knew what it was. He guarded that motherfucking, that little coin tank. <laughs> My boy, dog. You a fool for that, dog. That shit's hilarious. Nah, though. but shout out to Ruben, man. Thank you, brother. I, it doesn't go unnoticed, homie. I really appreciate it, bro. Shout out oh to Lucky. Oh, my God, dog. Bro. Thank you, brother. It was it's a fucking a awesome, awesome podcast, my, no, it's my been G. good, dog. I mean, we went through three hours. Did that go by quick? Or, did, you know I mean? Did it feel like we went through that journey? Bro, I'm ready for a fucking halftime show, and then we'll be back at it, my Absolutely, G. Absolutely, dog. We're going to get the halftime show, but we're going to get back at this. We're That's right. We'll get back at something That's else. Right. Dog, That's you know right. That's right. That's right. But everybody, give it up for Boxer, baby. We love you, dog. Thank you for your service, brother. Shout out this to, to amazing, Mexico. Dog. Shout out to my, my Solane Familia. You know what I mean? Shout out to AZ. Shout out to New Mexico. Shout out to, especially shout out to motherfucking California, bro. I love you guys, man. You know what I mean? I'm one of you guys now. You know what I mean? It, like it or not, but I'm fucking, as as the homeboy told me, you got to be from from Southern California to be a Sudanio. So you know what? From motherfucking Southern California. You know what I mean? Hey, there you go, baby. <laughs> Southern United. That's right. Raza, that's baby. right. God forbid I ever yes. go there, but the homeboys that are locked up, man, take care of me, my G. Absolutely, dog. This has been amazing, brother. Thank you so much, dog. We are out of here. We love you guys, dog. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe, baby. Let everybody know we are here, dog, for the Ross stories on the motherfucking planet, dog. We love you.